listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yo, paragraph and dent, I'm making 10 cents. Niggas on that Gil Scott dope, hint, hint. At age 15, they start smoking Billy Clint. And now he's 21, they want to know where the time went. Hey, 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 what's the haps? We'll see your time elapse. Have you ever thought of the meaning of the word trap? Baboon on your back. But what's that? It's that crack. Was it, <clears throat> was it, wait, hold on. Baboon on your back, but what's that? Well, what's sad is that crack was introduced to Hispanic communities and blacks, but then they got spread to white and got everybody undivided attention because your daughter is on it and you can't hide it. Maybe your son tried it. Rehab too crowded. You scared? She scared? They scared? I said they scared. They scared to talk about it, about it, about it, about it. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast. Your host Rod and Aaron. and we're here on a Sunday morning, uh just barely um ready to do some podcasting get this week started off right all right um there's a lot of stuff to talk about obviously but we first and foremost have to say that we are sponsored okay um if you're listening to this um you should be listening to it on itunes stitcher podomatic somewhere where you hear podcasts leave us a five-star review okay if you like the show leave us a five-star review if it's nice we'll read it on the air when we do our feedback show the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and today's podcast is actually brought to you by shadow dog productions but they don't have any copy they want me to read they just wanted me to say fuck donald trump so <laughs> don't tell them but i would have done it for free come on dog that's why and people that's why we fuck with dexter <clears throat> so yeah today's podcast is brought to you by fuck donald trump and uh yeah i know dexter fuck around and have a screenplay mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. so yep i uh appreciate uh shadow dog productions uh you can go find them on twitter at shadow dog prod and uh a bunch of other places man uh what's going on in y'all world hmm hear about this nfl boycott thing happening it's not even a boycott anymore it's like uh donald trump said some fuck shit about kaepernick and nfl players taking a knee and they don't need to have jobs and need to be fired and all that stuff and so this morning a lot of people a lot of nfl teams a lot of people talking about they're gonna take a knee now you know there's owners that are talking about they're gonna take a knee um teams are releasing statements against donald trump um not against police brutality not against uh racial injustice uh nothing nothing like not not against systemic white supremacy but they are releasing statements against donald trump's comments uh saying that he is only trying to divide us and they're they're meant to be divisive um i'm sure me and justin will talk about this on balls deep but balls deep ain't till friday this week so uh we'll probably talk about it today on the show as well you know since uh because fuck it it's our show nobody can tell us what to do nope um it was so bad stevie wonder took a knee uh for america yeah he said he took both knees for america uh and stevie wasn't at an nfl game or nothing he was just doing a concert and he was like i'm taking a knee he was like fuck it right so i mean that's how real america's sweetheart stevie wonder said listen i have to talk about this shit um what i find interesting in all this is um uh, i mean stevie did give comments he didn't just take the knee he said tonight i'm taking the knee for america 
but not just one knee i'm taking both knees he said on stage saturday before his performance at the global citizens festival both knees in prayer for our planet our future our leaders of the world and our globe amen um so uh i don't know if i feel like what's happening here is lost in the sauce is that this is no longer about kaepernick's protest Mm -mm. and it's no longer about the things that he was saying nope which i understand people think they're showing solidarity but to me this is the easy way out come on dog come on and i hate to be that guy i I know a lot of people there was a guy on my facebook page that was kind of mad at me for saying that i don't really uh you know i i don't really give any props any credit to the nfl or the teams or the people taking the knee right now Mm -mm you know even stevie's comment is i'm taking this knee to pray you know taking two knees to pray so it's not even about the protest you know and i'm not saying stevie ain't about it but right just saying that's not the point you know i I do understand people want to be against trump and so that's what a large part of this is right right you know he said something so now we have to say something back um but in the in within all that it kind of becomes about trump to a certain extent and um you know this isn't me trying to i'm not trying to i know it probably sounds like i get on here and just downplay this shit but i'm really not trying to downplay it i'm just trying to say what it is and take it for what it is and not for what people are hoping that it will will be or could be maybe it'll become something stronger in the future but as of right now what this is is mostly rich white people and athletes that aren't really taking kaepernick's like stance correct it's a bunch of rich men saying you can't tell us what to do right you know donald trump essentially went on um was at a rally and went on tv and basically said that um nfl players who are who take a knee are disrespecting the flag and the country and they need to be fired or suspended now when you level something like that at the nfl you're essentially telling a bunch of billionaire white men who they can and cannot have on their roster and what they can and cannot do from the bully pulpit of the presidency so to me seeing an owner kneel right now i mean this is this is the easy way out because this kneeling isn't about well i agree with my players that Mm-mm. cops and and all these people are are you know are um racially uh oppressing people i'm not agreeing that these cops have police brutality issues and they need to check those issues that's not what's happening you know they're protesting their their right to make money and to make it in the way that they see fit you know not lost in all this donald trump also talks shit about the product of the nfl and you know this is kind of the confederate statue thing where i don't get too excited about the confederate statue thing although i'm not against it i'm very for it pull the statues down i don't give a fuck about them people's statues what you want a bunch of second place trophies in america for i don't understand um but at the same time people want to tear down the statues so they don't talk about the bigger issues behind why are those statues up in the first place correct you know we don't want to have that that's a tough conversation to have like why do white people need these statues 
why is it important that the white people that lost this war of racism get to craft a narrative that it's not about racism it's not about slavery it's just it's not about greed it's just about states rights and it's like well what do those mean the states rights of owner people to own slaves in those states you know the why why did those statues and shit didn't not pop up until like segregation times like why is it during the civil rights era that people confederate flag made a comeback we don't have those conversations in our schools we don't have them socially and we don't have them politically and, and they feel like pulling out a statue is an easier fix than saying what puts a statue like that in place what about the statues to them in our history and our literature and our entertainment and our uh you know in our in our social uh discourse like what about those statues you know the statues that tell me i that i have to worship thomas jefferson because he wrote so poetically while uh essentially having holding captive and raping a a young slave right you know what i mean they want to spin that act they was in love fuck you she was a goddamn slave she was a she was a child sally Hemings was a child but the point i'm not trying to get in i'm not trying to debate it i'm saying literally what's the point of me of you pulling out a statue but allowing that history to, to stay up you know what's the point of that what's the point of being applauded for your sheet caking jokes about not doing shit and then on the way out making jokes about sally hemmings like what's the point of that because we still want to keep these pillars up but we don't really want to um examine why they're there in the first place and then when we tear the pillars down we do it as a this is the end of the conversation right because we don't really want to talk about it. right like these statements white folks don't want to talk about it yeah i mean and so yeah and a lot of people don't want to talk about some it. black people but overall yeah. the people that need to be talking about the white folks they don't want to address it i agree i i agree i just think there's a lot of black people that are complicit in this too because correct we have and it's and it's understandable but it's from two two different angles right it's either right. i'm coping with this and i'm in denial of this and i don't i just want to survive and not think about it so can you please stop bringing up racial stuff you know there's that and then there's the other people that have decided like i'm fully buying into white supremacy i'm on the side of these white folks and uh y'all just leave these good white people alone there's those folks you know um and then there's the people that are like this is too painful a bandage i don't want to examine this like this like you i don't want to rip the band-aid off and start looking at the history of my people in america and how we've been uh you know brutalized and shit so i i'm not gonna talk about it you know what i mean so there's there's all kinds of angles for people to not discuss it but the point being um this shit right here isn't fueling a discussion it's not starting a dialogue this is about shutting a dialogue down um correct mm -hmm. and uh also when like i said the conversations for white people to have black people like you said they have defense mechanisms all those are defense mechanisms for most black people in my opinion like each one of those is a way to kind of work your way and live in a system that's designed for white supremacy in my opinion and um i feel as though how you deal with it is how you deal with it but most people deal with it most black people deal with it because as of now there's no way to to resolve it unless it's back to the foundation white folks talk about it and white folks address it so until you get to that point how to respond is just how niggas respond to it mm, i i hear you i'm not like like i said i'm just being factual right now i'm not Correct. even trying to I, i'm not judging anybody because mm-hmm. honestly white people have these defense methods mechanisms too yes they do like so it's you know white people had a power 
uh to change uh shit systemically but at the same time they won't because they also are too busy worried about their feelings you know like it hurts my feelings to think about the role that my ancestors played in this shit it hurts my feelings to say my founding fathers are not the heroes i was brought up to believe in but they are multifaceted there's some bad things about them and some good things you know as far as i'm concerned but um you know so so anyway donald trump though steps into the fray and he gives everybody a symbolic person to unite against yeah now keep in mind um some of these nfl owners gave millions of dollars to this guy Mm -hmm. while he was running for office um rex ryan voted for him a coach uh, a, a former coach in the nfl he says he voted for him and well i didn't vote for this i didn't know it would be like that bitch yes you did but go ahead. this is what he campaigned on uh, right yeah, if you voted for him this is if you voted for him you voted for this you cannot separate those things i like i said baby because i don't i understand you voted for racism but you ain't expecting to be this racist i don't know how you didn't expect him to be this racist when he campaigned on it though i don't i don't think it's a valid excuse me because i i just think what's happening now is the quote-unquote buyer's remorse the sticker shock um the shit that, that a lot of white people experienced with obama too um where when america started you know especially racist america started pushing back against obama it was well i just thought he was gonna get things done da, 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 da. I, I regret voting for him well now you're seeing the shit with trump where his popularity is waning and unlike obama deservedly so like he literally is uh the worst possible president they could have picked and so now you're gonna have a lot of well i hold up i just thought he was gonna change things up i just wanted something different we're gonna have that when he was openly racist openly misogynistic openly xenophobic openly anti-muslim openly uh anti-lgbtq like we knew these things and yet people are going to pretend to be shocked now so they can distance themselves and say they're not bad people but these nfl owners absolutely voted for this dude Mm -hmm. these nfl owners gave this man millions of dollars you think listen if they really believe what's in these statements they're releasing about we stand with we we are with our players and the right to to, to do this kaepernick will have a job yes he would like i i I had i i i don't want to insult anybody but a lot of people looking like suckers right now like giving this shit props talking about it's good finally about time you're like a fucking sucker to me like this is nothing it's literally the least they can do like honestly it's it's honestly the least they can do after what he said because the only other alternative was them firing a bunch of dudes suspending a bunch of dudes and all that shit and you knew they weren't gonna do that they weren't gonna be like well look martellus bennett and michael bennett we gotta start we gotta bench them we gotta bench our best players because the president says so that wasn't even a fuck on that was never on the, on the table so now we gotta go with the reality of it the reality of it is these motherfuckers was like you're not gonna tell me what to do i'm a fucking billionaire white man too they elected donald trump for being a billionaire white man talking about racism and shit that's the only reason he has no other qualification in the, in the world and that's a presumptive billionaire at the world by that you know yeah, we don't really know cause we don't actually we know ain't put out no numbers and right. shit like that we don't actually know what the fuck yeah, he is yeah this is he could, could be made up nigga could be broke for all we know we'll never know right so yeah i i just think um you know i just think it's kind of interesting because i i really feel like 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 this statement um mike tomlin his whole team the steelers they're like we're not gonna um we're not gonna come out 
uh for the national anthem uh before the game we're gonna stay in the locker room and i was like oh wow that's, we're not- that's what i'm talking about like cool like now that's a statement look at this black coach coming out Steelers are one of the most racially progressive teams the Rooney rule where they have to interview black coaches is because of the Steelers on it right okay here's the and statement we're not going to play politics with football players with football coaches uh, we're not participating in the anthem today not to be disrespectful to the anthem to remove ourselves from this circumstance people shouldn't have to choose if a guy wants to go about his normal business and participate in the anthem he shouldn't be forced to choose sides if a guy feels a need to do something he shouldn't be separated from his teammate who chooses not to uh, so we're not participating today that's our decision uh, we're going to be 100 percent. we came here to play a football game uh, that's our intent no, that's nothing that's literally nothing that's literally the least you can do like i I'm, like i'm sorry but it's it's not like the absence of taking a stand is not taking a stand in this instance to me and i'm not giving people credit for that you know you other yeah, people not can the side is picking the side and people don't want to admit that non-action is an action and people don't want to admit that either and the, the the foundation of this is that you would not have heard a motherfucking thing from the bulk of all these letters all these statements people speaking up people wouldn't have said a goddamn thing until he's till they had a personal affront by what this man said black people mad your players mad fuck it nobody gives a goddamn but he's talking about me so now i feel like i gotta make a make a a stand and your stand means nothing because if you really want to take a stand you actually take a stand in the foundation of your league not just a stand against this man the other thing is if this is true then are y'all never coming out for the anthem again he just said for today i know mm-hmm. that's my point if this is true you shouldn't have to pick you shouldn't be no one's forcing anybody to do anything by the way you shouldn't be forced to stand you shouldn't be forced to no one's forcing anybody to do anything literally the only thing that's being forced is the one rule that is being broken which is that you have to leave the locker room like that's actually in the nfl bylaws all games must kick off within 10 minutes at the end of the visiting team's introductions both teams must be on the field for the national anthem in all games so that's the only actual rule you can't violate but yeah you know that that's 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 very um i don't know that that to me that's not a stance you know i hate to say that about mike tomlin but that's not a stance that's not a you know uh seattle released a statement and and i'm like that's not that's not actually a stance that y'all released y'all just your statement was like people have rights uh they can do what they want even if we disagree we all respect the military and the flag but some of them feel like this is some racism thing going i don't know they they said you know what i mean like it's not even um it's like some of them i want to i'm gonna say do you know why you angry other than donald trump said something like like like, like i read i like right. like why are you angry are you really- i honestly think they angry that he said the nfl play sucks that yeah. honest, i swear to yeah. god i'm not even joking uh-huh. i honestly think because the heart of the matter and all this shit all the people boycotting all the people that just aren't interested in watching anymore all the people that stopped watching long ago for other reasons mm-hmm it's not as entertaining and that wouldn't hurt because to, that's a fact because that's the one thing they don't want to admit or have to deal with in this is like oh no i'm not watching because your games your product's not as good you reached a um pay, a pinnacle 
a few years ago and it had to go down as you can't grow forever you're already on every tv you're already on every channel you're already on every night you're already uh on all the social media you were already everywhere you're in england so, i mean come on yeah y'all. like y'all started doing shit that people don't even fucking want like right i don't want to wake up at 9 30 to watch a, a two sorry teams play in england come on you know you fucking- i don't i don't want to turn on thursday night football with players on three days of rest and the game sucks for the most part like no you know between two sorry teams like it, you don't even have enough good teams to consistently put three primetime games on a week that people can watch like even the nba got that like the nba has a good consistent like fucking six to eight teams worth watching every fucking year no matter what mm-hmm. like every like they can consistently be like all right you know what going into the next year we're gonna put the warriors the thunder the uh calves mm-hmm. and um the the spurs uh on tv houston, a lot yeah houston the mm-hmm. clippers yeah like boston like right. they consistently have a certain amount Local of teams Raiders take care of business as expected this. anyway they consistently have a certain amount of teams they can they can depend on the nfl don't even have that anymore mm-hmm. year in and year out they have like maybe two or three maybe like you know the patriots are probably going to be pretty good and uh that's it every i mean because of petty and whatnot and injuries and shit but yeah and they make law they uh make rules and shit where you can't do certain things that you're able to do so you know a lot of teams used to like trade players and stack teams and shit like that like they made it where you can't build these teams that you used to build and people like i don't want to watch mediocre ball yeah i i mean i won't even say it's about not being able to make the teams because you still can do it It, like the nba actually did more to try to stop that kind of shit and they still can't do it Mm -hmm. but it's not even about like not being able to stack or stack a team it's just literally players get hurt too much and there's too many um there's just too much uncertainty in football and there's no incentive for a team to be good when you're already at your maximum profit all your games will be televised you're already getting the the tv profits um all the games will be sold out because people buy football tickets whether it's good or bad and if a team is really bad and they're not making the attendance which means that the game won't be on tv local businesses will come in buy up the tickets so that the game can be on tv so like it's just a there's no way to lose in the nfl franchise so it just it there's no incentive to be great at what you do and i think that's what we're seeing here is people don't want to watch shitty games and it helps now that um you know and especially in the advent of social media where everybody can have a cause and shit now you're seeing more people be like well i don't watch and it's not just that the shit is boring but i don't watch for this reason and i say that to bring up this Britt McCune, who's a white, blonde Fox Fox News type chick, she was she's on Twitter talking about I'm not watching NFL games today because all these players talking about they're gonna protest the flag. Now she will turn around and say that's why the ratings are down. That's what she's gonna say tomorrow. Watch, but then that's and that's and, and f- the reason that I and I never gave people like that props and I never will give them credit because I don't think that they did bring the ratings down. I really just think the game's not as good as it used to be, so people don't watch. Correct. That the, and that was the reason I couldn't really get behind people saying like it's the ratings going down because it's Kaepernick shit. Not really. It's the same thing. Like we want to take the credit, but it's not really. It's that's not what's stopping people from watching a fucking game. None of us even watch the national anthem. Mm-hmm. 
the thing that's stopping us from watching the game is it ain't good right so you start thinking and doing other shit you start like you have now you have room to think about it because the nfl's always had trash people and trash niggas in it and trash shit going on mm-hmm. on the sideline and mm-hmm. trash racism and all it's just been a better more entertaining product than it's been trash to a lot of people and now it's not anymore um the other thing i wanted to say though um in these statements li- listen to these statements this is from john Marr and steve tish at the giants comments like we heard last night from the president are inappropriate offensive and divisive we are proud of our players the vast majority of whom use their nfl platform to make a positive difference in our society yeah the statement is also generic in general Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm so what does that have to do with why Kaepernick took a knee come on dog. what does that have to do with why y'all won't hire him right and 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 i think and i think for people particular people that have worked in corporate america and people that deal with language a lot and like i said corporate america deal with language a lot you can read that you go okay y'all not y'all not really saying nothing like if you really trying to say something there's certain words and certain phrases certain terms that you use if you're trying to make a point if you if you're trying to take a stance and if you really stand behind what you're saying basically this is a generic we don't want to offend nobody we don't want to this is this is the michael jordan um uh republicans buy nike shit too like you don't want to offend your white your white racist fan base because they already ticked because the nigga took a knee and everybody upset about that on their side and then you don't want to make the black folks mad because you know a lot of them mad because uh, y'all won't give Kaepernick a job and you can't ignore that shit either so it's like hey hey everybody buy tickets right the other part about that statement is it's designed to stop the shit right like it's essentially designed to say can we just kill this conversation get back to football that's what it's designed to do that's why i'm not giving it credit as some type of social like wow thank you so much you really spoke up what uh we are proud of our players the vast majority of you whom use their nfl platform to make a positive difference in our society those were not questions no one ever brought that up nope um Dolphins owner Stephen Rice. Our country needs unifying leadership right now, not more divisiveness. We need to seek to understand each other and have civil discourse instead of condemnation and sound bites. I know our players who kneel for the anthem, and these are smart young men of character who want to make our world a better place for everyone. They wanted to start a conversation and are making a difference in our community, including working with law enforcement to bring people together. We can all benefit from learning, listening, and respecting each other. Sports are a common denominator in our world. We all had a responsibility to use this platform to promote understanding, respect, and equality. Number one, where was that statement after uh motherfucking Sage Sassafras Steel was up here uh talking shit about your players um last year, right? Like where was the statement of, hey, we support these guys, they good people, they doing they work in our community. Secondly, once again, you didn't say shit hey they good people and they all helping the community and they even work with the cops so you know they good i mean uh so what about the whole thing where you know over policing police brutality systemic racial just um i mean look we just need to listen to each other and respect each other mm-hmm. and understand yeah. we can all make a difference and and the biggest thing that's and, and maybe I'm not even gonna lie, maybe because it's a trigger word for me, this goddamn divisive word and divisiveness and you wanna divide, that's killing me with them using that word. Because now it's divisive because it's your shit. When this nigga's out here stumping and you were giving him billions of dollars and, and, and black people were saying, hey, y'all do know he dividing the country, 
you didn't want to hear that shit but it's only divisive when it's your shit not divisive when your players are like hey he he's going against me and everything i stand for and actually attacking life my life my uh existence and there was no divisiveness there you actually agreed with him on that because if you didn't you would have said something yeah also um divisive is a word we use as if it's an act as if it's like descript describing what if it's an action like it's an action like wow you are being divisive that literally does not exist Mm-mm. like i honestly god the word is bullshit the word doesn't even matter it's not a thing that people can do you either are divided or you're not people can either point out those divides or they can't they can't literally divide you if they point out something then they like if they if they're able to divide you then you were divided you see what i'm saying like people want it both ways and the reason i hate that word is because they use it against obama too right the divider in chief he's so divisive and you're like "Mm, no no he said black lives matter he's the first president to ever say that so now he's divisive he said his son if he had one could have would have looked like trayvon martin when trayvon martin was killed he was being divisive or was he just pointing out that i'm a black man and i have a black wife and i have black children and if we would have had a son he would have been black and if him getting killed on the way home from getting skittles is not acceptable in this country and it's like why are you dividing us why are you bringing that up we voted for you to stop doing so that there wouldn't no one would ever bring up race again that's why they did it yeah that's not realistic jay york 49 ceo the callous and offensive comments made by the president are contradictory to what this great country stands for our players have exercised their rights as united states citizens in order to spark conversation and action to address social injustice we will continue to support them in their peaceful pursuit of positive change in our country and around the world san francisco 49 will continue to work toward bringing community as those who serve them closer together you're not saying you might as well put your mission statement up there what the fuck i also noticed all these things tend to, tend to lack the fact that it was racial injustice because they don't want to touch it i don't even know if one of these has race in it or okay. racial mm-mm, mm-mm. everything is around that it, all all these statements y'all see coming out is a none of them bring up race none of them bring up racism not, yeah. none of them mm-mm. i just did a scan for all the com. uh you can uh you can search articles search pages on 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 social media on uh on firefox and i just did a search for race and racial nothing because they don't want it's to not gonna come it. up you know mm-hmm. everybody buys nfl tickets dog packer ceo mark murphy says it's unfortunate that the president decided to use this immense platform to make divisive and offensive statements about our players and the nfl and strongly believe that player and by the way this is one of the things that bothers me too it's fucked up now because it's your players right you see what i'm saying it's about the white owners being like don't come for what the fuck i do i pick these niggers they're good right don't dare insult them but when it was just black people which he's been doing the entire fucking time he's campaigned and even after he's been in office when it's just mexicans when it's just muslims not like there's not muslims on the field in, on an nfl team right like a kid talib is not muslim right like when it's just when, like when it's just people and they don't have nfl uniforms on none of these owners gave a fuck if anything they gave a million to his campaign to his inauguration like i just don't i'm not plotting these motherfuckers on the back for this shit 
if it's still fuck donald trump then it's fuck donald trump for everybody we can't be like sometimes it is and sometimes it ain't Mm -mm. good for you for acknowledging that he said some fucked up shit last night more like where were you you know what i mean like this is and it's not even better late than never they still not here they still outside the party looking in like oh man i will now acknowledge that it is a problem what you gonna do about it no nah, i mean i acknowledge that it exists well what about the racial aspect of it i mean do we gotta talk about that well let's just play football like i don't know and the thing for me is i'm not as bothered by them not taking a stance as other people because i literally don't expect shit from any of these rich white dudes i don't expect mm-hmm. anything from them like i'm not gonna pat them on the back but like this is more of the nothing i expected i'll pat them on the back when they do actually do something when i see one of these motherfuckers come out it'd be like well uh one we gonna uh we are looking into hiring kaepernick or some shit like that i'll be like oh, okay maybe your quarterback sucks and you finally can stop being racist cool um but then the second part is um and we want to partner with him on some of his initiatives something like that you know we want to match his donations how about that you can do that he don't even got to be on your roster for you to be like i'm gonna match his donations he's giving a million dollars away i'm a fucking billionaire i'm gonna match him and give a million dollars as well to all the like y'all just made that dude a pariah and it, and the thing is you couldn't even stop what he was doing making him a pariah also kind of made the dude a martyr in a way but more importantly all them other niggas on the field agree with him for the most part so they so you can't even stop it like you think michael bennett not gonna come out and take a knee today michael bennett might literally lay on the ground he might michael Ah! bennett he might come out and put the flag on the ground and put hashtag take the pee and piss on it like i don't know like (laughs) you can't stop this anymore no them niggas at work so you have to behave in a certain manner but yes people still agree but you know i think these owners just like they're socialized just as much you know what i mean like they're socialized to be conservative and and you know all that shit you know all these people that are mad at the players oh you rich players out here making all this money you sh- it's a privilege to make this money now you know what the privilege is your dad giving you a million dollar loan to start your life donald trump that's a privilege you know that's a privilege in america a privilege is not being the best at a sport that people want to watch that's not a privilege like that's a skill if it's a privilege <laughs> white people would be having it come on if that was if, if that's all it was if it was just a privilege they, there's no privilege in america that white people don't have access to <laughs> like fuck out of here like if people so mad about rich people ha- having uh political opinions why y'all never mad at the owners who support donald trump they don't never tell jerry jones to stick to sports motherfucker gave a million dollars to donald trump where's the stick to sports at you know y'all don't never tell charles barkley to stick to sports like charles barkley come out and say all kinds of racist stupid ass uninformed bullshit and people don't never be like charles barkley listen stick to sports if anything they'll bring him up whenever somebody says yeah well this is why i agree with happening well charles barkley said right now it's not stick to sports you know uh jason Whitlock was an offensive lineman i think or something like that nobody nobody said just stick to sports man look look let it he he go on tv to roast kaepernick every day nobody's telling him stick to sports this is ridiculous man um so yeah i i I don't really like this has been a lot of hubbub this weekend but it's been a much ado about nothing for the most part the only people that really went in was the nfl nba players yes 
listen why do i love the nba come on dog that's why i love the nba nba they was like we are not here for and it was almost one of them things where it was like okay we're gonna let you do what we do we don't like you we let it known we don't like you but what you ain't gonna do is come over here and fuck with us like he bought players out i was like oh okay you too oh shit now because you know the thing is you fucking and the thing i think the thing that really quote unquote made a lot of niggas mad is that you coming after the blacks quote unquote black sports right he came out he came out the black people here's the thing yeah the black came people, out yes. jamel hill yeah you know he wants jamel hill fired you know he wants he wants kaepernick and all these other guys fired like uh there's some white girl at some pageant that said a bunch of shit about him too and he ain't say weak he ain't say not word the first no jimmy kimmel been roasting this motherfucker for months he ain't said nothing about jimmy kimmel Mm-mm. like we, i peeped the game like you come after the black people because those are the people you feel the most offended by right almost daring by. to speak up against you because they're the ones that you just feel like have no right no place there's no reason that they should even be able to, to talk to you that way that's what that shit is because you think you're a motherfucking king we don't work like that yeah so yeah that's all that shit is but um but yeah the, the nba players oh god i love the nba like uh steph curry said oh he wasn't planning on going to the white house the warriors team right after they won said they weren't planning on going to the white house by the way they took a vote and said nah uh so donald trump disinvited them this week like steph curry you not invited no more to which i mean how you gonna not invite me to something i wasn't coming to okay i guess we'll both not see each other there uh, like what you, the fuck you just offended that they was like we ain't coming yeah you know and uh the uh lebron james called the president a bum on, on twitter <laughs> oh god how can y'all not love the nba more than the nfl i don't know how you can't man uh it's so good man mm, 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 mm. yeah he, he called that motherfucker a bum dog uh kobe came in said a potus whose name alone creates division and anger whose words inspire dissension and hatred can't possibly make america great again come on mm-hmm. hey mamba right ah shout out the balls deep right so yeah um he got mad because roger goodell put out a non-committal statement and then told them tell them to stand everybody's just looking at him like calvin candy and Django. like okay man what are you mad about here's here's the thing i'll say too though and this should be a little i actually in a way this is gonna sound weird but it gives me comfort in a way i like that the nfl and the teams to a certain extent are bigger than any protest any boycott any statement by anybody like they honestly are a fucking amoral corporation like it's crazy Mm -hmm. but in a way they are the most consistent of everybody like they really just don't give a fuck if a player come out there and take a knee or not they don't care they don't release statements they don't tell the state players to stand they just they just like look man it affect the game and I, we, we, just we don't, don't play care ball. like we literally don't give a fuck about none of y'all lives Mm-mm. period nope. we're not a socialist uh or not so we're not a socially activist activist organization right we are a business and that's all and it gives me a level of comfort to a certain extent yeah like most corporations i don't know how to explain it's like they just not even faking the funk to try to pretend Mm-mm. that they give a fuck like because because 
this is the part that people don't bring up because people are either on quote unquote one side or the other um but like the cops have boycotted nfl games mm-hmm. and they the just, nfl don't give a fuck ain't nobody released no statement they were like okay we'll hire private security and keep it pushing your ass ain't got to be here today we'll be all right cleveland police was like fuck y'all fuck y'all we won't even hold y'all flag fuck y'all players and the cleveland the cleveland browns not a good team was like yeah whatever man like all right we get some rotc to bring it out there and we'll go ahead and pay security we'll be all right you know what it is you know what it is it's that thing where uh i respect comedians who don't apologize for their jokes yes i respect the fact that the nfl is like yeah we ain't shit so i don't know (laughs) like be mad i mean we we cleveland browns we was gonna sign johnny manziel who punched his girlfriend and started the next week for us we just don't give a fuck like yep we we are consistently ain't shit just, and they function just like most people's corporations most people's jobs are like this most people if you work for any large corporation unless they're a corporation that their whole foundation foundation is a moral stance don't give a fuck oh a black kid got shot by the Cleveland cops i mean mm-hmm. the games that won on sunday see I, you there i'm trying to tell you be there oh okay a player took a knee to protest the fact that the cleveland cops shot hey man well he's starting next week i mean i don't know like we don't talk about that like in a there's a certain level of um there's a certain level of consistency about their not giving a fuck that what they do Mm -hmm. not that they don't give a fuck about the spectacle and shit because we know they're a trash organization so don't try to conflate this with me saying like oh no they just don't like they they're they're a good organization no Mm -hmm. i'm saying they are trash and they don't care right michael sam can't get a job just because he was out I'm like oh yeah this nigga's gay yep uh well move him slide slide him down the depth chart everybody consistently everybody every nfl team decided to drop him several rounds when you bring it up they'd be like yeah man we just wow, no statements released no we don't have anything to say you know just nothing nope that was it nothing to see here like there's there's a certain level of uh i don't know something in there i don't even know what the right word is but something in there where you're just like y'all y'all really just it's impossible for y'all to give a fuck i don't even know what would have to happen for y'all to, to literally pick a side quote unquote you know what i mean i don't even know what would have to happen Mm-mm. for nfl team to be like maybe that's one of the reasons i just don't care about the boycott and all that type of not watching it i just don't care because i'm like what the fuck have they ever exhibited that made us feel like they could they are capable of caring about something come on i mean these motherfuckers have a breast cancer awareness month just so they can sell pink colored clothes yep but if you wear any of that shit outside them 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 four weeks your ass get fine for the same like hey i want to do breast cancer awareness in december bitch that was november five thousand dollars you know what i mean like i I, I don't even I, like the I said. The money don't even go to breast cancer, bitch. Yeah, like I, I don't even know what the. Yeah. I don't even know what to yeah, say. Consistently, consistently don't care about women. Consistently don't care about children. Because you know, players out here whooping the hell out of their children. You don't care, and I'm cool with you not caring. At least you're consistently not caring. Right. So, I don't know. Anyway, uh, all that to say. Uh, <sighs> i'm not giving i'm not giving anybody props for any of this shit ray lewis took two knees today and i was just like for what the fact that ray lewis joined in should tell you that how how fraudulent today's 
protests are gonna be because you know he absolutely is on the side of what about black on black crime and uh why you being a distraction and colin kaepernick can't get a job in the nfl and shouldn't have a job um he's just not good enough he's absolutely on that side he took two knees a day out of some uh president shouldn't be telling us what to do this is about unity and solidarity between nfl players and the owners not actually taking a knee for just social uh injustice or race i mean racial injustice or uh over policing or police brutality none of that's that none of us for that so yeah fuck everything today when it comes to these protests uh anyway that was a long intro uh let's see what else is going on um <laughs> uh okay let's do something funny uh parents are outraged after a teacher gave a homework assignment that had a lot of profanity in it um so yeah they were pretty uh upset uh which i mean can i blame them i don't think so i feel like if i take my kid to school it's a fair assumption for me to say hey don't put any cuss words in their homework assignment ha i think Shit, that's a bare minimal <laughs> it's like don't maybe cuss them out and don't put cuss words in their homework assignment that, that that that's it can, can we at least meet that maybe the teacher should uh be like freedom of speech hey. okay the school should release a statement i we support the right of our teachers to make social statements using words with the freedom of speech including cuss words um and he's yeah, a good player if they could they would right um all right let me see if i can get this article to play is it showing in the chat yet mm-hmm. all right cool all right it's loading up but uh yeah as a georgia middle school teacher in my elementary school i didn't really hear a teacher I said, oh. channel says carl willis live in DeKalb county talked to that child and her mother who said that she just hacked carl well, his mother was simply shocked. She says she doesn't allow that kind of language in her home, and it has no place in a classroom. The girl that wasn't doing her homework had to stay. Lessons are important for the Wright family as they guide their youngest child through her transition into middle school. But Mother Krishana Wright says one assignment that came home had no place in the classroom. It was really against everything that I, I try to teach them, you know. She was stunned to read explicit lyrics on a worksheet that was handed out by a music teacher here at DeKalb County's Bethune Middle School. Expletives, violence, and sexually suggestive words from rapper Kodak Black, all there in black and white. Oh, Lord. I'm like reading all, all these words, and I immediately asked her, you know, like, well, why do you have this? And she said there was an assignment. I saw it, and I was like, my mom will be mad. The exercise was for sixth graders to take the rap lyrics and come up with their own positive words. I don't really see how you can make that positive, but to say, don't do it. Wright says she understands the purpose, but says this wasn't well thought out. We brought Wright's concerns to the school district, and in a statement, the superintendent wrote, quote, the assignment was inappropriate, unacceptable, and contrary to our standards. The employee responsible has been removed from the classroom and will be held accountable for such poor judgment. I think we all kind of know when when it's it, it may be a problem, and if that's the case, then don't take that chance. You're dealing with children's minds. You have to be very cautious. Now, the superintendent added that they encourage teacher creativity, but ex expect, expect the instruction to be standards-based and age-appropriate. Point live in DeKalb County standard space i like how they added that in like and also this shit was double space and we can't have that 
sending the wrong message to the kids uh the song was drowning by kodak black um let's see i mean it can't be that bad maybe mm-hmm. maybe we just hating mm-hmm. not that camera dude i'm drowning i'm drowning okay i'm drowning it don't sound too bad i'm drowning kids could do this Crystal icy wonder why she like me bitch i'm drowning oh at the bouncer activist medicine got it straight from out the doctors i'm with rj but i call him wing because he's a shot to pick up the ladder put it in the gun make the nine stretch niggas oh. with attitude we come straight out of high bridge i'm gonna make her panties wet when she see the way y'all flex i'm gonna win the grammy move my family out the projects we went from chilling in the projects to making pro- i mean uh yeah i I, like that song i don't think sixth graders are supposed to be using that as homework i i I agree with that yeah and i'm pretty sure like somebody said they had to be a uh edited version they just like what's the real version of this i mean i'm looking at it and i mean it has niggas on it but then it's like niggas and then it white out the the iggas is taken out but i mean come on uh well i guess i mean that's a difficult assignment i will say that much Uh, it's a assignment for me to, to redo yeah i'm also not 100 percent sure that um because he said that it was um negative and to take it and replace it with positive lyrics um i don't know that i would say that those lyrics were negative necessarily i mean they were profane right right that's a completely different but i mean we should be careful about what we define as negative Negative. a lot of positive messages in uh music that you know um that that people might might say are uh negative you know what i mean Mm um he was talking about um you know even when he's talking about drowning it's because his wrist is so icy you know um you know he bought a cuban and dipped it in the fountain you know um everywhere i go it's a light show i'm surrounded bust down bust down bust down bust down bust down bitch i'm drowning like is that <laughs> negative is that a negative thing i mean you got a cuban ring dipping in a fountain is negative that's a nice thing to have um i'm with all my niggas i don't go nowhere without them now see that's just about keeping your friends and family together we all have friends you know if they don't let us in they might throw shots at the bouncer so you know uh that's giving an incentive to the bouncer to let him and his friends have fun at the party we all been denied uh parties because of how we look and stuff and that's not fair so they making a positive statement against uh the policing of these spaces you know uh activist medicine got it straight from out the doctors so he's taking his medicine uh i'm with rj but i call him wayne because he's a shotter um, I don't know what you know. I'm old. I don't know. Wayne Shotters. Maybe that's somebody. I don't, I don't know. know. 
pick up the ladder put it in the gun make the nine stretch mm-hmm uh oh, okay so yeah apparently uh shotters is a movie and in the movie uh there's a character called wayne ah he was turning up wayne he was wild in there he is in there making moves i don't know uh pick up the ladder put in a gun make the nine stretch that's uh the ladder is a long um clip okay not mm-hmm. the ladder ladder to right. be climbing up so he believes in uh he believes in the right to arm himself he believes in the second amendment niggas with attitude but we come straight out of high bridge that's um, what i'm assuming that's the location I, yeah straight, I straight out of wrong. compton he comes out of high bridge okay i'm gonna make a penny wet the wishes uh when she see the way i flex so he tries to keep himself in shape to make the women um you know there's nothing wrong with women uh wanting being you know very proactive in their sex life wanting lusting after a man i'm gonna win a grammy move my family out the projects now how is that negative I, I guess i just don't understand i went from chilling in the projects to making projects see he's that's a positive success story we was trying to get to the top and they tried to stop us we all have people that try to stop us from getting to the top y'all probably got a bitch at work y'all hate everybody got one i talked to myself bitch i don't need no fucking voucher she looked at my wrist and she looked at a hundred thousand because that's how expensive his wrist um jewelry um, yeah. is yeah so watch range yeah yeah I, I don't understand why why are we mad at this why are and we calling it, it negative yeah, i'm look- more mad about him giving the homework assignment to kids and calling the, the song a negative song correct he got the right to make this song i have no problem with him making this song and uh be i like the beat like somebody suggested something which i think makes sense maybe maybe says look here is the beat make words make your own rap to the beat or something like yeah, that why not just do that right because the thing is once you take the lyrics and i can say uh what's good and what's not good uh 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 and just talking about like for this song it's subjective you know it's some people they're not gonna have a problem with it at all or some people who have children who feel a certain way i don't have no children so i don't i don't have no moral standards and i only got two kids so she you know you don't um i mean that i, I mean that i know of. you ain't got no kids i said i take care of them they make the nine flex stretch mm-mm, all right then kylie jenner and travis scott are expecting sources say okay yep yeah it made my new move um yep travis scott and kylie jenner have been dating for a while and i guess uh using no condoms uh because they watch insecure is this a rapper travis scott yeah he's a rapper okay um pretty uh pretty big name um in the rap industry um but yeah he uh i mean more importantly he's a black because you know oh i knew that the kardashians have a type you know what I'm saying? uh anyway they uh they uh are expecting a kid congratulations to them yeah uh, hopefully uh hopefully they have a very happy life together i hope they works do out. We, we will see the entire island of puerto rico may be without electricity for months i know hurricane maria tore through puerto rico bisecting the entire island bringing 150 mile uh, power winds and torrential rains uh to some of its most populated areas yeah and um 
uh one of my coworkers work out there so people kind of been asking him and he's saying as of right now he, they're able to like text and things like that but yeah he was saying it's gonna be like weeks and months he was kind of saying it before it came out you know because it has family and stuff that damn something a lot of people but like this people in the united states take the shit we do here for granted you know so well put like this if donald trump has his way who knows but we have standard building code laws like we have standard laws here you can't do this you can't do that you can't make this this way you can't use subpar uh products for this you have we have certain building code standards when you build shit here um and if you go around that and you don't do it you can literally get sued for not meeting whatever the code is and in puerto rico some particular areas there were whole communities in puerto rico that was built without a standard without a coding standard because for a long time the, the area didn't have a code standard on how they made shit so you have this area where a lot of these homes were made without coding standards so who knows what the fuck it was made out of and it mm-hmm. definitely wasn't made up made to stand up to a hundred something mile now winds and then the the buildings that were made to they were designed for a hundred something mile now winds wasn't made for for the wind this high you know and so when you have all this the infrastructure and the, just the way that the uh the island and stuff is made up this is the end result of this and my heart goes out to people that have family and friends and loved ones in that area because basically you know it may be a period of time where they might not be no communication at all you know and then they're um evacuating a lot of these areas and trying to get people out of these areas and things like that at least they're trying to do that you know in the united states they ain't trying to do shit they just let people let people to stay there and die but at least they they're like hey y'all we're gonna try to get the people we can out of these areas you know um they had schools that tumble with children inside all kinds of stuff you know happen you know in that area and it is uh quote-unquote part of united states even though people don't want to claim it it's not a quote-unquote state status one of them territorial type of things connected to united states one of the few places you can go outside of the united states and not a passport or any kind is not required um and so yeah my heart goes out to anybody any loved ones anyone that has anybody in that area yeah um they might be without power for four to six months um, the entire power grid was knocked offline during the storm. The New York Times reports it could be four to six months for power stored on the island. That's half a year relied on generators, half a year without air conditioning in the tropic, tropical climate, half a year where even the most basic tasks of modern life are made difficult, um, even though three to four million people live there. 3.4 million people live there. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Cell phone service is out for almost the entire island and communications are generally strained. Thousands of people living in the mainland United States with relatives in Puerto Rico have yet to make contact. At least six people died during the storm. This number could rise due to the fact that news is moving slowly on the communications choked island. Um, meanwhile, a new crisis keeps forming and new crises, uh, crises keep forming in the wake of the storm. On Friday, the National Weather Service issued a dire warning about the, uh, Taka Gajataka Dam in the northwestern corner of Puerto Rico, which is reportedly to be near the breaking point. Threatening downstream areas with deadly floods. 70,000 people, enough to fill a small city, have uh, have been asked to evacuate the areas that could be flooded by nearly 11 billion gallons of water uh, that the dam holds back. Puerto Rican officials believe the dam's failure is imminent, and it could be tonight, it could be tomorrow, it could be in the next few days, but it's very likely the dam will break soon. Shit yeah um 
it all comes down to go to money and the government of puerto rico doesn't have it the island which is a u.s territory filed for bankruptcy like protection earlier this summer and is in the process of restructuring its debt now the public utility company is in a severe state of financial distress unable to modernize the system and facing a shortage of highly skilled work- workers even fema relief money from that congress will likely authorize will be of limited help in such an environment yeah, and yeah, because somebody said that all the ownership, none of the rights. Yeah, I don't think they can vote in our elections and shit mm-hmm. like that. But we, oh, you're a part of the United States with what rights? <laughs> you, you know, you don't, you're not represented in the Congress, you're not represented in the Senate. At least I don't think you, they are. And it's one of the things where you go, well, wow, you know, that's literally part of us too. But we go, nah, you're good. Because, you know, Donald Trump, they brown. So I could see Donald Trump going, don't send no money down now. Yeah, that's, that's wild. Correct um speaking of disasters it looks like ti and tiny getting back together what yeah they called out the divorce and the singer moves back in with the rapper Mm. yep so you forgive them now karen they've been together for years and they truly love each other both of them realize what they have isn't worth throwing away and silas tells us they don't want the public to know that they reconcile everyone was in the business uh was in their business when they announced the split so they're trying to keep the marriage more private here's my question is that show not coming back then or is it coming back I, you know so i was thinking like oh well maybe they just did this for the show or something like that but i don't know maybe they didn't yeah yeah you know we put like this only time we'll tell you mm-hmm. know and if that's her decision <laughs> mm. that's that's her decision because you know it's one of the things where and it's happened to women before uh, everything a lot of shit about them is very public so you know you're going to deal with the public atmosphere and people publicly making the got their view because you know what's when people have to do things in private and a lot of people have done this stuff but it's not public so people don't you don't have millions and millions of fans on both sides his fans and her fans calling her a hoe you know calling him names you know so now you got a lot of fans that's quote-unquote gonna feel betrayed even though we ain't got no shit to the goddamn thing to do with their marriage mm. you know but they feel like they are they are emotionally invested because you brought this to them so by their concern what y'all do what what you do directly affects them also at least they feel that way even right. if it's a reality or not because these are two grown-ass people they choose to get back together that's their choice yeah it's it's yeah it's just gonna be interesting where they go with this because mm-hmm. um you make your business public when you have a show about your business so it's like in a way you know people pull to like that's their business kind of like mind your business got nothing to do with you like what the fuck but then in the same breath it's almost like but they kind of make it your business by being like we're advertising specifically our marriage our adorable kids our family yeah, which, which which they have you, you know, brought all these people into it right you can't just turn around and be like but nah for real though not really uh we 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 actually not like that no more like you know what i mean mm-hmm. just mind your business stay out of our you know stay out of our shit uh and, and now and people don't function like that because they were like look we've been here the whole ride we're gonna have we gonna ride it out to the end regardless of what side you on and who you been calling nigga this and bitch and hoe and slut this and right. you ain't shit this nigga you know because i'm pretty sure and particularly meanwhile on instagram, instagram. it has Yippee been Kyle, yes has been lit up 
for the past few years about anything that they post so we right. will see um all right let's see what else is happening in the world um uh, let's get to some of our segments let me uh bring up the segment music real quick but yeah hopefully uh hopefully that means that they'll have big things popping over there mm-hmm. so i always felt like when they were together nobody had swagger like ti and tiny just snap back together like a rubber band man all right guys that's enough of that uh <laughs> just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game where we go all around the globe we find different articles that make us feel fucked with as black people and we assign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody everybody's back guys you know how they do uh let's see who's fucking with us today um how about how about this one uh albert hainsworth is an nfl player a lot of nfl stuff this week uh today uh is an nfl player who uh is very upset he uh appears to um to be uh going through a rough time with his girlfriend he is claiming that she uh was domestic violence domestically violent to him mm uh he's a big dude and everything people were bringing up his size like you said you just big and i'm like well that's irrelevant i don't understand like what's because if he would have hit her then we would have been like nigga you just big and you hitting a white woman of course you're going to jail Girl, come on now you uh, can't have it both ways right so uh at any rate uh he's gonna have a hard time finding any sympathy from black women though uh now that he's reportedly been domestically abused by his white ex-girlfriend who also allegedly called him a nigger on several occasions that's because six years ago when hainsworth was playing for washington he was accused of grabbing a black waitress's breast at a washington dc hotel according to statements reportedly given to a detective who was investigating the case hainsworth supposedly said i know what this is about the waitress is just upset i have a white girlfriend i couldn't tell you the last time i dated a black girl uh so he tweeted that his ex-girlfriend former tennessee lady vol player Brittany jackson allegedly used to racially and physically abuse him Hainsworth and Jackson have a son together named Aiden. Okay, this is one. How does this happen? How do you raise? How do you not only? First of all, you're dating a racist white woman, probably because you racist against yourself, and because because honestly, if you one of these niggas that hate black women so much, and that's why you date uh outside of your race, if that's um. the reason you are going to raise your kid with a fucked up mate because a white woman that would accept that ain't shit either no she ain't like a white woman that's okay with you hating yourself and hating black women and shit and goes "Ooh, that's what i want in a black man she ain't shit and then your kids who are gonna be black are gonna have to deal with a fucking racist ass parent if not two right but then the second part of this is you have kids with this woman as well like why would you bring children into this world knowing that you dealing with a racist that's so weird anyway um 
uh in a series of tweets he accused uh jackson of calling him the n-word talking about her extremely violent tendencies he also claimed he had to call police several times to restrain her not only has she called me unthinkable name she has been extremely violent where more than 10 times in tennessee and florida i me albert called the police to restrain her yes i have witnesses and bruises but me uh for some reason still trying to protect her by not sending her to jail because i didn't want to ruin her so-called career and name he tweeted um here's how uh cbs sports describes the relationship according to knoxville news sending on january 10th police were summoned to the home in southeast knox uh county allegedly jackson had kicked hainsworth in the groin but by the time the police had arrived she was gone and hainsworth didn't want to pursue charges after a career that embodied the expression the candle that burns twice as bright burns half as long hainsworth led a troubled post life in the nf post nfl life in rest of virginia's charged simple assault in a road rage incident he later pleaded no contest to charges of sexual assault in washington dc that case never went to trial so he might also be a rapist uh pleaded no contest that's doesn't sound too good um and he took part in programs uh and community service uh as part of that plea deal or whatever jackson meanwhile has pleaded guilty to assault in the past hayworth also accused jackson charity work of being fraudulent he claims that she requests checks be written out to her charity rather than chattanooga alzheimer's foundation so that she could pocket the majority of the checks herself every year jackson hosts an all-star weekend the validity of hayworth allegations are unknown uh he also put some a message on twitter let me tell you the real truth about why i broke over britney jackson i'm the person that had to deal with her with the ugliest of her soul for a very enduring two plus year relationship if you call it that first and foremost aiden is the greatest thing to happen in the dreadful two plus years for one britney jackson has called me a nigger on numerous occasions because what she said she wanted me to feel hurt but i didn't show her affection in my uh, because i didn't show her affection in my opinion that's crossing the line not only was i supposed to be in a relationship with her but her own child is half black not only has she called me unthinkable name she has been extremely violent where more than 10 times in tennessee and florida i, I me out and call the police to restrain her and he goes into that shit um and then he talks about a charity yeah uh he also had brought up um oh yeah here it is let me get something straight everybody can understand i love all women all women matter uh as long as you are a beautiful real woman trust me i'm crying i'm trying to smash so to think i'm going to alienate one-sixth of the u.s population you are fucking wrong my damn my damn biggest problem is i love women i pray one one day one woman can settle me down black white brown or yellow but until then i'm like most guys in this world just a squirrel trying to get a nut peace so that should smooth everything over right Mm-mm. i mean I, i'm assuming all the ladies now are um uh swooning in the chat i'm sure Mm-mm. let me look in the chat and see according if, um, to the poet kodak black it doesn't make my panties wet oh okay let's see uh auto um uh and he is a misogynist cool okay that doesn't look like yeah it doesn't look like it's working okay i thought maybe the ladies were in the chat like oh my my hero he he will also allow me to have some penis uh now and we are you know what a good man you know what a good person he must be to offer the penis to not just her and other racist people but to offer the penis to me as well Mm -hmm. 
what's wrong with niggas anyway um she released a statement it is critically important that our child to our child that albert begins to focus on being a good and supportive father this is a difficult time for me and our child shockingly enough finding out i'm the mother of albert's seventh child i do not feel i need to stoop to make this make public his true conduct as for domestic accusations i cannot comment at this time due to current litigations but the truth always surfaces accuser accusations of me being racial racially biased are absurd come on albert we live together for over two years have a beautiful biracial baby that i love more than anything in this world um i still didn't hear her no i never called you nigga no uh i kind of feel like i would i don't know i would need that to make me feel better anyway karen uh zero to a hundred a hundred because everybody in the story ain't shit okay karen's going with a hundred all right uh i would give it a hundred and i'm just gonna say that's one of those situations where uh, a bunch of things have to coexist at once mm-hmm. uh you can be domestically uh like you can experience domestic violence as a black man um you, you know you can uh yeah i mean yeah that, that's it like he can be a racist piece of shit that is racist towards black women also uh and a rapist possibly uh and also uh, experienced domestic violence from a racial a racist white woman in his, in his partnership and have a biracial kid and all that it's just a bunch of ain't shitness combined at the same time mm-hmm. and uh yeah it, to me it's everybody over there seems like trash so that's what i would uh that's what i would add to it um all right um let's see what else we got here uh for the next story but yeah that's i remember covering that story when he was talking about he i remember his defense being that like man i would never talk to no black woman but that's one of them niggas too that i feel like you know uh it's gonna that's cte bro like they're gonna look at his brain when he gone and be like something was fucking wrong with him all this time uh all hell breaks loose at a michigan racism protest after a white man shout shut the fuck up nigger i gotta say guys you don't say that is not the best tactic you know hate to judge i mean who are me to judge who is me but uh gotta say guys not a solid not a solid tactic almost never works they tell somebody shut the fuck up nigga and they actually go you know what you got a point i'm gonna shut up i almost always see that go the opposite way where you tell someone to shut the fuck up nigger and then they go huh uh suck my dick you know whatever <laughs> like it normally does not go great anyway good luck to him um uh, yeah a white man was arrested after a fight broke out during a protest at the university of michigan where black students have been targeted by racist vandalism in social media posts three students said that dorm rooms were defaced over the weekend with racist graffiti and some white students have circulated social media posts using racial slurs and protesters met tuesday evening with the university president hey but look the kids are the future okay y'all need to understand that the kids are the ones that are going to change the world and they're gonna look out for all of us and um you know it's just really up to the children you know what i'm saying like the young kids they're the ones that really understand and know what's going on so i feel like we really uh we don't we don't give them enough props we don't 
I believe the children. No, nobody, mm-mm, just me. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay, all right. So the kids are not gonna save us. Um, not. I mean, that's the thing. Someone just today was telling me how it's the younger generation that's gonna st- of of men that are gonna stop misogyny and shit. I was like, who taught them? You mean my generation that's in denial about it, or the generation before me that's still out here defending Bill Cosby? Come on, dog. I don't know what to tell y'all. I don't know if it's gonna get better. Like, not without people reflecting and changing and thinking about what the fuck they are saying and putting out in the world instead of putting their feelings first and being like, but what about me? You know? Like, maybe if people start doing that, but in general, I'm like, I don't have any reason to feel like, you know, oh, don't worry, guys. <laughs> we gonna get it together. We, we all on the right path now, you know? Like, I don't know where that even comes from in people to make them feel that way, but you know whatever dog um uh but yeah so uh protests blocked the street in downtown ann arbor where they encountered at least one white man who disagreed with their demonstration he appeared in one video posted on facebook arguing with a protest before shouting down a black demonstrator shut the fuck up nigga i'm not talking to you the man said and the crowd breaks into shouts a fight broke out the police on the scene arrested the white man whose name has not been released uh the university police spokeswoman said the 24 year old man was not affiliated with the university was arrested for disorderly conduct and no arrests were made yeah mm-hmm. shut the fuck up nigga oh is this on my oh no you better get the fuck back Oh, let me see if I get it to read. Hey, turn around. Hey, turn around. We just need to keep no, Shoot the fuck up, nigga. I'm not talking about Oh, no. Yeah, mom, I mean. You, you robotting, baby. Oh, I'm robotting? Yeah. Okay, let me refresh, guys. Sorry about that. Yeah. Did, did you check your, uh, your amoral uh, corporation for one o'clock? Uh, yeah, I checked everything. You talking about my, uh, fantasy football and stuff? Yeah, I already did all that. I'm sorry, did we need to stop? Did mm-hmm, you? Mm, okay. I'm good. I, I, I did too, so I was just checking. Yeah, I just, I knew this show would probably go past the, uh, mark, uh, mm-hmm. for one o'clock, so I just was like, let me go ahead and, um. Hey, I got mine together, so. Do my checking. shit now. Um. But, uh, but yeah, um, not surprised. Not surprising the motherfucking least bit, dog. Like, you deserve that ass whooping too don't feel bad about that either Mm-mm. like take that motherfucking take that l take it with you enjoy yourself treat yourself to that l that you about to experience because yeah, online is one thing a lot of people really really bold mm-hmm. online with their comments when it come to shit like this you know some shit they would never say to people in real life and i think who was it chris paul was somebody was like yeah call one of us a son of a bitch to our face and let's see how that runs right it's real easy to talk that shit you know on on, on the uh you know um on the on your little racist ass message board or whatever the fuck like but when you have to particularly with athletes like, i don't care how big or how tall or how small or what you think about a professional athlete if mm-hmm. they are a motherfucking professional this ain't no semi-pro right. no they they have made it to the point where people say you are professional that whatever the fuck you do mm-hmm. they put their hands on you they're gonna hurt you because they are at us their their body is a goddamn machine they will fuck you up right so yep not not surprising the least bit and uh yeah sound like some people deserve to have their ass whooped so Come on. i don't know 
am i supposed to feel yeah. bad for you yeah and that's not including the people that's like semi-pro and all that stuff too they'll fuck you up too don't get me wrong because they you know a lot of them been doing that shit for a long ass time so they have skills but for the fact that you made it to a professional level and you acknowledge at that level, that speaks volume. Right. And for, for you to say, call people niggers and put your hands on people and shit. And they, you know, you know, it's real cool when you look at them on TV and they look four foot ten and you, you know, you, you way, way back at a two, three hundred level and they look three foot four. But, right. but when a, a, a almost seven foot tall person this uh one to two percent body fat stand up and look you in your eye actually looking down on the average person or That's a group a story. if it's a group of black people come on i don't know he must have felt real emboldened that night and he ended up getting arrested uh zero zero oh, for oh, me oh zero too and mm-hmm. it's you know what and it's some average people like i don't mean average I mean like normal people who just know how to whip ass and you don't never know who these people are and some people looks can be deceiving particularly people that are are not professional like semi-pro and, and kind of lower level then people will fuck you up and you won't even know what hit you because they just look like they might have a little better fat you know they might they might quote unquote not might not be shaped like athlete but they put them hands on you they fuck you up yeah i mean I, but that goes both ways right correct there's a lot of racist people that maybe you think they can whoop their ass just because they racist and they might fuck you up i'm not saying who wins the fight no. necessarily matters i just know if you talk to a group of people a group uh you probably getting your ass whooped and i ain't gonna feel bad for you and the cops should take you to jail like what you did should be illegal dog because you provoked it everybody everybody was cool until you said that and you said that knowing that you was gonna get a reaction like throwing a racial slur at a group of black people protesting racism yeah you should take that ass up and freedom of speech that um so yeah i feel zero fuck with same thing uh with racially charged issues such as police brutality in the recent charlottesville white supremacy rally constantly in the headlines seeing where the point in history full of teachable moments for students one south carolina teacher took quite the controversial route when it came to bringing conversations about race into the classroom carrie roberts gave oak point elementary school students a homework assignment with two questions that left many upset you are a member of the kkk why do you think your treatment of african-americans is justified you are freed man are you satisfied with your new life why or why not as a result of the assignment roberts has been suspended from her uh irmo south carolina school according to the newsweek tremaine cooper the uncle of a 10 year old black boy in roberts class claimed the assignment left his nephew in tears cooper broke it down on facebook asking everyone to imagine how they would feel if a similar holocaust theme assignment was distributed to the students come on imagine a german teacher with the audacity to send a 10 year old jewish boy home with a homework assignment that would even remotely suggest justify nazi actions towards jewish people yeah literally like the question literally said how do why do you think your treatment of african-americans is justified like it literally did ask you to step into the clan's point of view and say as a black person or whoever's answering this question here's why i think as a clan member it's okay what what am i supposed to write what answer do you think you're gonna get it's 2017 this is this is not how we're gonna teach is this how we're gonna teach let texas tell it yes i mean she got suspended so is this how we're gonna teach like what made like every other teacher understood how's this happen every other teacher got uh, you probably don't want to say hey look at it from the clan's point of view let's let's get (laughs) yeah 
according to star class oak point is made up of 67 percent white students only 19 percent black students oak point is a predominantly white school with mostly white faculty and staff maybe this will lead to more black inclusion cooper also wrote via facebook it's only right following cooper's complaints roberts was placed on administrative leave we must teach the standard but we are taking steps to ensure this particular assignment will never be used again in district five schools the school district said in a statement oak point's principal and superintendent of school district five have both issued apologies to roberts and his family Cooper also confirmed that Roberts directly apologized to his family, noting this type of thing will never happen again. A hundred. Mm-hmm. Kids can't even be kids, man. Can't even go to school and learn. You couldn't just be like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't. It seems so simple to me. Maybe I'm tripping. Uh, racist target an Asian American family for supporting Black Lives Matter. yeah oh we almost had to break let me go to the next session real quick guys hold on hold on coming right back because the thing is when people say black lives matter they literally mean all when people say black lives matter they go black people brown people everybody's lives but if if put like this but once black people lives matter all the other brown people lives matter and we will be equal and it's one of those things where that's hard to get people to understand and it's some of the division because you have some asian people who don't understand that concept either and will actually get mad at us when we're like hey we're talking about y'all too like y'all you know y'all included in the black lives movement right we're fighting on y'all behalf too yeah i mean and and uh, some families do recognize in this case this yes business owner recognizes it i mean there's this a small black life sorry there's a symbi- symbiosis between the asian american community and the black community and so in many cases where you know and sometimes with resentment and sometimes not i mean we talked about the hair salon thing in charlotte in our city where uh they slammed a black woman on the ground accused her of stealing and shit and like physically assaulted her um so yeah man they you know those are situations where um we uh we see like the adversarial nature that can happen from this you know a lot of black people have experienced racism at the hands of asian americans as well like you know and and asian and immigrants as well that come in and they're like hey uh i'm i'm gonna set up a store in your neighborhood but i'm gonna follow you around it i'm gonna set up a store in your neighborhood i'm gonna be very rude to you and very mean to you and accuse you of stealing and shit like that you know lock you in here and shit like that so we've seen the good and the bad but when you have a store like this where they like yeah black lives matter and they see that connection because that's what i think we need more of you know when that asian officer shot a black person in new york and the asian community literally marched for his access to white privilege essentially to say Mm -hmm. he's an officer why are y'all letting him be prosecuted and not have a rigorous defense that y'all would give a white officer that's not what we need that's the opposite of what we need so you have a family that actually is going hey black lives matter let's put a sign in the window this matter sign has been in the window of this home near san francisco's twin peaks since 2015 but police say it has recently sparked a hate crime as someone wrote the homeowners two letters we received a anonymous letter through the mail that said blue lives matter take your sign down or we will in capital letters that was in july and debbie lee and her family chose not to take the sign down 
and went about their daily lives. But one month later, another letter. Which says, take your sign down now. Chink lives matter. Um, and chink is a derogatory term for Asian Americans, Chinese Americans specifically. The family contacted police and even the FBI. The person who wrote the letter has not been found. Debbie's daughter says there's no way this sign is coming down now. In fact, the two passed out new signs at a community meeting Monday. I think I definitely felt like, if anything, we have to keep a sign up um, because then that would mean that these people are getting exactly what they want. I would say the first thought was definitely to um, try and get more signs up in the neighborhood. Debbie says it's important not to be silenced. We don't believe that one should threaten one another. Um, that they should have conversations with other people. You know, I think it was um, really sad that they felt like they needed to say this, and especially if they live in our neighborhood. Mm. All right, Karen. Oh, I'm I'm not I'm I'm fucked with the action against mm-hmm. them, but I'm not fucked with with them because mm-hmm. this sounds like a group of people that was like, "Hey, dog, we've been doing this since 2005. We were doing this before." Uh, Trump got elected like we have been bout about it like people's lives matter to us you know because when you say black lives matter there are a lot of other lives that are connected to that black like there are there's a whole collection of people and like you say if more people from more diverse groups started and even white people started putting up these signs and be like hey dog what you're not gonna do is bully us what you're not gonna do is silence us what you're not gonna do is make us quiet because uh when you say blue lives matter the connection to that is white lives matter for most people like when you say that that's what you're telling me you know and i know officers are known from all races but that's literally what you're telling me when you say blue lives matter you miss the point of black lives matter in my opinion did they say blue lives matter yes yes yeah, she was saying that the person wrote wrote them back said something about blue lives matter i thought they said chinks lives matter oh yeah chinks lives matter yeah chinks lives see matter. now to me that that i don't know what was that meant because if you're trying to say asian lives matter you wouldn't use a derogatory term like chinks oh so yeah i don't yeah, know they, what they, who they the did. fuck was this person that sent this like what did they even want i mean i guess they wanted to sign down but like what the fuck did they think the reaction was gonna be you're insulting me as you're telling me to take it down you know what i mean they did say blue i thought they said blue lives matter was that in the first one in this yeah in the first letter they said blue lives okay the first one okay okay yeah because i thought i I thought i heard blue lives matter in that and so when you're saying that you you're already making it making it so if you have a problem with blacks you have a problem with them also and then you went a step further by calling them a, a slur so that goes to show you that what they're doing is irritating you because not only you not like the blacks you don't like them either yeah like how 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 is that supposed to put me on your side the hey uh i noticed you said um (laughs) black lives matter also you're a chink uh well the sign's staying up and this makes no sense like get your racism straight like if anything i'm more conflicted about them not being able to keep their racism straight than anything else i mean like how whose side are you on i mean Ah! (laughs) <laughs> like i don't understand um anyway uh but yeah 100 to the to the people that wrote the thing but zero to them i, I didn't feel bothered by them Mm-mm. unless we find out they faked it Mm-mm. and i and i applied them yeah I, I don't think they did i really think people somebody wrote them did yeah yeah i'm saying that's the only way i can see myself being like 
you know mad later yeah, the sign up they've been since 2005 they ain't gonna take it down they probably got some new 2015 2015 2015 they probably got some new neighbors it was like oh y'all didn't tell me this when i moved to the neighborhood i was gonna looking at this that day yeah i guess it makes me wonder if it's an asian person robbed it or it's a possibility or not because it's such a weird you know i don't know such a weird anyway white supremacy go across the board so who knows uh have you seen this viral video f- from what now about the black lives matter quote-unquote protests at the mother of all protests um what's the mother of all protests so okay there was supposedly it, it reeks of setup there was a, three different protests in um dc like last weekend mm-hmm. downtown dc and national mall pretty active uh it's an anti-white supremacy rally hosted by folks who walked all the way from charlottesville there's a juggalo march and then a mother of all rallies pro-trump event at the national mall all these, all these three different ones what happened at the same time right okay uh so um at the mother of all rallies event um there was a black lives matter group uh of, of greater new york uh which you know already um you know black lives matter has this nebulous kind of organization they tried to pull off i don't know that they um have necessarily um it's been experimental it's been revolutionary it's been different i don't know that it necessarily has worked in some instances because for a while it was like this leaderless thing and um it was um it was like well this way you can't tear the music down because you don't know who the leaders are like we see ourselves of um as a bunch of a bunch of leaders in the movement um and not just one one type of person or one person um and to a certain extent it's like okay cool that makes your movement less attached to just one person and therefore people can't just take it apart so easily that's the hope anyway right because in the past it's always been like well if you discredit this person then you discredit this movement right that at least that's how people treat it i don't even necessarily know that's true because i feel like the the overall theme is if you stand up for black lives you are going to be discredited yes you are it doesn't matter if it's true or not like the truth literally has no bearing on it so at this so any and i would even say like black lives matter to a certain level had to capitulate to the fact that that wasn't going to work because you did have to have three founders come out say their names come to these events accept awards do interviews stuff like that like you have to start writing things like because if you want to control your narrative and your message you actually can't just sit back and let everyone speak for you because some people are going to step up and they're going to speak and they're going to get the spotlight and you're going to be in the background like but we don't want anyone to say anything and then sometimes people are going to say something you don't agree with in your name uh and then not to mention the media is so lazy they're complicit in this yes they are they call anybody black talking about anything racial uh that's pro black black lives matter. matter even if they're not associated and will tell you i'm not associated with it go fuck it black lives matter I, I said in an article i didn't have nothing to do with it like you black and you speaking 
yeah you don't even have to be an activist Mm-mm. like that at least that you know my experience i got called black lives matter when uh bernie so black was training yes you did and i was like i and i got called an activist i'm neither of those things Mm-mm. now i'm not against any of that but i'm not like i've never done any protests anything in the streets none of that shit i'm definitely not um a member of the organization of black lives matter i haven't joined anything it's an official organization they got chapters people join it uh they just don't necessarily have leadership positions that they publicize like that or they didn't i don't know if they do now right i haven't kept up but the point being because of that i'm surprised this doesn't happen more often or i'm surprised i haven't heard about it more often you have chapters uh that of places that call themselves black lives matter that aren't affiliated with the organization of black lives matter and they do protest actions quote unquote on their own the way that they want to do it mm-hmm. and in this case this video goes viral is uh these black lives matter activists were invited on stage at a pro-trump rally and every american needs to hear what they said now you guys know um the, you probably have seen this video go around a lot you probably seen people talk about it or tweet it um uh, it's the carrie washington uh retweeted it it's the kind of thing that makes people feel good but nothing will happen nothing was said um and it's a kind of a a doctored video so i'll show some of it in the chat and uh there's there's titles underneath what happens when the black lives matter show up at a trump pro trump rally that was a white dude yelling at them to to get out now keep in mind they're going in a in a trump space you know by themselves um in a red white red black and green like malcolm x hats and red black and green black lives matter hats and all this shit which is funny because i you when you see a lot of black lives matter protests you don't really see people with black lives matter gear on normally Mm -mm. but i and like i said i don't know if that's a choice or not i don't know but they immediately struck out to me so there's a dude you can hear in the background on stage telling them don't give them the spotlight get back over here don't give them attention they got black power fists in the air all that shit so then one of the the people at the rally uh gets on stage and says to let the black lives matter people come up there and talk and this is not the first man who sounded like he was getting highly irritated and his right. voice went up a few octaves right now i don't know that this guy is saying uh anyway he says let them come up here while i show them what patriotism is all about all right it's about freedom of speech it's about celebration so what we are going to do is something you're not used to and we're going to give you two minutes of our platform to put your message out i put it like this well i'll wait to the finish it okay, go ahead okay but I, I do notice that this is almost like sarcastic taunting right now. This isn't them yeah. being like, because we want to have this dialogue. They're literally just being like, because you niggers never would. So look what we're doing. We're so great. We letting you on stage for two minutes. Mm-mm. In my opinion, it feels staged. Because mm-hmm. like 
most people have this stuff you have your itinerary schedule and you be like y'all ain't coming on stage we didn't prepare this for you we're not letting you on we have x amount of time for this space to me it feels like somebody somebody already organized this was like but when they come in at this time we'll do this at this time we'll do this you're giving them approximately two minutes which means you have prepared in my opinion you have prepared for them to speak Mm. they didn't just randomly show up at your event Mm. now whether they disagree or agree with your message is irrelevant it's the fact that you have the right to have the message i am but then the hey hawk newsom who is the president of black lives matter they put new york but i think it was greater new york um pointed he like points at the dude when he says you had a right to have your message like he points at him like yeah that's right that's what i'm talking about so they give him the mic in the stage an american And the beauty of America is that when you see something broke in your country, you can mobilize to fix it. So you ask why there's a Black Lives Matter? Because you can watch a black man die and be choked to death on television and nothing happened. We need to address that. Shut up. That was a criminal. They going We are not anti-cop. We are anti-bad cop. We say if a cop is bad, he needs to get fired like a bad plumber, like a bad lawyer, like a bad politician we don't want handouts we don't want anything to show us we want our god-given right to freedom liberty and the pursuit of happiness oh, Lord, i want to leave you with this and i'm gone you're right my brother oh, you're right you are so right all lives matter right a black life is lost we get no justice that's why we say black lives matter what about black on black crime you don't care then if we really want to make america great we do it together and then a black power fist all right they shake hands usa 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 it kind of restored my faith in some of those people because when i spoke truths they agreed i feel like we had we made progress i feel like two sides that never listened to each other actually made progress today did i expect to go on that stage no I expected to come down here, stand here with my fist in the air in a very militant way and to exchange insults, maybe some dirty looks or who knows what. If, if not on a grander level, but just person to person, you know, I think, I think we really made, made some, some substantial steps without either side yielding. Yeah. I hope that they understand that. One- I, I guess this is my issue. I don't understand the idea of calling something progress when you say neither side yielded anything 
like i don't understand what the progress that is made i don't i'm not even sure what these people are supposed to do like these people at these rallies you know what i mean like none of them were convinced like oh you know what black lives matter i get it now like they're actively booing you any message that you actually have about racism they're booing um people are yelling at you what about black on black crime and all the other shit that you hear people say i don't see it as progress you know what i mean i'm not sure this is staged or not I, the reason i don't necessarily think it's uh stages it doesn't seem like the people are going along with it like it didn't seem like then the white people was like and you know what uh we didn't get it because that would have felt staged to me like it feels kind of real where they clap for uh yeah bad you know uh i'm an american yeah and i'm a black american oh boo you know what i'm saying like why would you stage that part of it too um i'm not saying it's not staged though but i'm just saying it does for my personal feelings that 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 part doesn't feel staged like the audience if they was they wasn't in on it if that's yeah like if this was a setup the audience wasn't in on this shit um but this is like uh those videos of cops that play basketball with kids after a black kid gets shot by a cop they always put those videos out because it makes people feel better but i'm like nothing happened you know like do i feel like a cop is now less likely to shoot a black kid because i saw him play basketball with him do i feel like a black kid is less likely to get shot by a cop what am i supposed to feel here you know what i mean okay you have a good cop that's community policing and really in the lives of these kids and like cleveland and shit good for him but is he like testifying against his cop buddies when they plant evidence is he willing to uh report when he sees a cop uh have excessive use of force on the kid those are the things that matter to me you know what i mean i i i'm glad you went and played basketball i'm glad you brought the kid some something to eat but i i, I you know it's that kind of thing for me like i'm looking at this video i'm like i didn't see people walk away and go okay you know what i'm ready to listen to black lives matter now one of the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement is a proud American and a Christian who cares deeply about this country, who cares deeply about the people in it, whether they are documented or not. I want them to understand that we are educated, right? That we, that we apply a strategy, but we come from a place of love, right? And we really are here to help this country move toward a better place, not to destroy it. A man who controls a 4,000 member militia shook my hand and said, I always knew I identified with you. Today solidified it. Wow. One of the heads of Breikers for Trump came up and shook my hand, asked me to take a picture with his son. A little blonde head kid named Jacob, like, that's special. Like, here I went from being their enemy to someone they wanted to take pictures with their children and that's the power of communication we came out we were going to chant we were going to do a demonstration but we didn't have to we just spoke it worked i'm happy about that 
that feels a lot like you just turn into their uh black friend whenever they do something racist later what's the paid advertisement or this is sponsored by such and such <laughs> brought to you by such and such i don't care what you say unless i'm proved otherwise this shit was fucking staged yeah you you cannot prove to me otherwise that the, the audience itself was not in on it you could tell that the audience was a true in my opinion a true audience reaction mm-hmm. they came for they rally they didn't know these niggas gonna show up and they looking like what the fuck are y'all doing here and if you want to give me a real video, where's the video of them caught them niggers while they was up this stage? Again, to you, somebody said nigger. Somebody used some other racial slurs other than what you were saying. For some reason, those got edited out your video all of a sudden. And then you can't tell me that people who were protesting you a few seconds ago because you gave a speech would turn around and 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 sh- and, and not to say they wouldn't take pictures with you but y'all ain't gonna be best friends and like you said nothing has changed here and the thing about it too is some, something that really made me think for those people on social media who people kill me with this particularly when when people talk about the harassment on social media that whole all those people sound is the twitter section all at once like when people when people complain about they're being harassed on social media by racist people that's all those people at once that all those people is people's mention at once people saying black you know black lives don't matter what about like that 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 people is like the twitter section all at one time going at one person quote unquote um in my opinion it's staged you can't tell me anything different unless somebody has some proof otherwise I, i don't believe it I don't, you know, I, you know, not this organization pod does exist. I'm not doubting they work or anything, but this right here, it is, is staged. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Uh, I think the audience wasn't in on it. I do believe that the audience was not in on it. Um, at all. I think they came for one thing and it against the black lives matters. Um, that's just how I feel about it. Um, it's staged and it makes white folks temporarily feel good and it makes the niggas that don't want to deal with racism temporarily feel good oh we got along oh, oh they took a he held their baby oh but the second somebody else dies it's gonna be fucking crickets the second you know something happens to somebody else there's no change that's gonna happen from this what needs to change is laws what needs to change is hearts you doing this right here is very irritating to me because there are people out there protesting there are people out there disrupting there are people out there taking the stage like unplanned and and fucking up their schedule and shit like that there are people out there doing this you're gonna do this bullshit right here to make people temporarily feel good uh yeah uh so i went and found this article on the medium from aaron huertes who uh was there and he talks about the actual video because he was at the rally what the viral now this video about black lives matter the trump rally actually looked like on the ground he talks about of course those three ma- the three rallies he wound up going to all the events uh helping out with the first rally listening to violent j and shaggy two dope address the juggalos and stopping by the mall on my way home to see the sparsely attended trump rally i was hanging out there for just a few minutes when a group of black lives matter greater of greater new york approached the rally they were eventually invited up to the stage and their president hawk newsom addressed the crowd for two minutes cnn presented it as a moment of unity and a now this news video showcasing as a rare instance of dialogue between opposing camps is at 20k plus retweets and counting 
i wish i could feel that way about this incident but as always activism and reality are more complicated than the narratives we see online so here's what it looked like from my perspective and to be clear i do not pretend to speak for anyone involved especially black lives matter greater new york activists this is simply what i saw and experienced and i guess i feel compared to share since it feels a bit discordant with the media description of the events and the way in which people are sharing the now this video i'm sure others who were there also have different impressions of course so this is what the ride looked like on the way in as many others have noted it was sparsely attended so there wasn't even a lot of people there the mother of our rallies with probably less than uh maybe 100 people there 150 as black lives matter greater new york uh group approached several trump supporters started heckling them. two black trump supporters approached the group and started saying they were black and happy with trump ergo black lives matter's existence is somehow now invalid a black lives matter member said they should be ashamed of their support for trump well you know that togetherness uh from the stage organizers started urging people to ignore the black lives matter group but that wasn't happening since this was clearly the most exciting thing to happen at an otherwise pretty boring rally park police and the three percent of militia uh members lined up between trump supporters and the black lives matter group uh facing the trump supporters i lined my bike up between the park police and the black lives matter group also facing the trump supporters there's no correct way to be at a rally or protest this felt like the right thing to do in the moment since one white allies standing with black activists generally makes it less likely the violence will break out and two also because it is clear that black lives matter's goals and values aren't just shared by black people the trump supporters were jockeying for pictures and videos and occasionally yelling things like this is our rally the black lives matter group stood with their fists raised one trump supporter repeatedly yelled at the black lives matter group segregation is over hmm, didn't make the didn't make the video Mm-mm. i joked with one of the black lives matter members that, that we'd be sure to let everyone know and we shook our heads at her in a bit of disbelief there were also competing chants of all lives matter and black lives matter after a few oh they didn't even have that in there Mm-mm. After a few minutes, a group of what I assume to be rally uh, organizers approached the Black Lives Matter group and invited them on stage to speak. After a little deliberation, the Black Lives Matter group accepted and moved to the stage along with some of the media members and park police. After they got on stage, a rally organizer indicated they actually wouldn't be allowed to speak, and then the organizer started blasting the national anthem. I'm guessing to cover up the noise of the ensuing onstage dispute. After a few moments, Hawk Newsom, the group's president, was allowed to speak. Once again, this is why i don't think the shit was staged because them motherfuckers didn't want them on that stage they yep. cut it out the video the video staged to make it look like it was a smooth ass like you know what we're gonna let them speak i want to hear they're americans like no nah, that's not what happened what happened was motherfuckers like no the fuck no the, i think not we heard the one dude on there being like don't pay attention to them it's our rally they gonna go away don't say shit like and that club person's an organizer too that's like true. to me i don't even know whether or not these motherfuckers talked in the background maybe he talked to one person or something everybody wasn't in on it the problem to me is this want to feel happy ass bullshit where we cut the video to make it seem like this is a good moment by cutting all the bad moments out but that's not reality so since my mind rejects it immediately because i'm like that's that's impossible that's not what happened and and it's sad because this shit gets all these retweets by people being like what a great moment this is what this is what it's about right and I, here. And, I, and i think that's the part that makes me angry because you 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 took it and you chopped it like it was a feel-good moment and it's not mm-hmm. nothing's going to change from this right other than you feel better because that's why i got out of retweets right uh but there's more there's more um so he was allowed to speak trump supporters clapped at the parts they liked 
growing up the parts they didn't like for instance when newsom said that all lives do matter they chair when he said that not all lives are actually treated like they matter they were a little muddled in a response after newsom was done a black trump supporter told the crowd that black lives matter doesn't do any work to prevent violence in chicago which is of course wrong and silly but it's the kind of lie people who support trump have to tell themselves it's simply yeah, easier than the video wasn't in the video but you did see that guy on on the stage at the end he had a red shirt that had hashtag patriot on it and he was filming the crowd not himself or the people on stage Mm -hmm. he was black but he wasn't with them Mm -mm. he was with the trump people Mm -hmm. uh cut it out the video for some reason and he was the black person that spoke before they went on stage even if that oh he was yes you didn't hear him talking about bring him on stage i'm a black man like i'm pretty sure that that was that same dude okay i didn't even know that i didn't notice it Mm -hmm. Mm. so um so then um uh of course they claim some type of hypocrisy is is in i i still don't understand what that point is i I don't understand what people think they're making when they make that point i've seen black people make that point i still don't understand what they're saying there can't be racial injustice there can't be racial justice until there's no black on black crime like i just don't understand it's dumb why can't we work on two things at once not to mention the only people that care about black on black crime are always black people and black organizations why don't you join an organization and see for yourself it's all black churches and black uh black uh, non-profits working doing marches and vigils and and education and shit it's only it's only black people like I, I, there's no white organization that even cares about that shit they only bring it up to say this is why we shouldn't do anything about cops killing black people that makes no sense to me um and if you make that correlation something is fucked up in you you know like i like white on white crime is like fucking eight percent lower than black on black crime and yet somehow black on black crime is an epidemic and white on white crime is not i don't even understand the fucking difference anyway um so yeah 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 uh yeah it's harder to deal with actual policies that hurt or harm people such as redlining environmental justice uh environmental injustice racist citizen laws and multi-state efforts aimed at making it harder for black people to vote which reverend dr barbara north carolina naacp is likened to the third reconstruction yeah that's before we get to the idea that trump wants to pass um it's a national stop and frisk for their part the trump rally organizers seem to relish having invited the black lives matter group on stage treating it as evidence for why their own views should be treated respectfully and as a contrast to the intolerant cartoon version of the left they promote the three percenters formed two lines leading away from the stage i don't know three percenters seem to be white people that are in that militia hey yep i don't think because there ain't no five percenters in this video Mm -hmm. it's three percenters which is funny right black people got the five percenters white people got the three percenters i wonder if the three percenters are just as woke do they sell incense here's some make america great again incense brother like is that what they think who knows my brother listen uh, <laughs> do you know the the so-called black man is just the opposite of five percenters yes <laughs> the, my caucasian queen we descended from an ancient nordic royalty brother uh, brother you don't understand yeah, give us that give it okay uh, sons of anarchy hooks <laughs> we came <laughs> we came down from the caucus mountains okay the original white man all right when i look at my old earth they use the same number seven is a number of completion brother that's what i'm trying to tell you right now you see will you will you eat that pork Mm-mm, no we don't eat that that ain't <laughs> sorry I'm just trying to imagine a white person. <laughs> that is a dog, a rat, and a hog. Okay, we don't eat that. 
you put that in your mouth Uh uh-uh no that's the devil's meat boy no we eat nothing but straight up cheese (laughs) 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 the way that god intended back in we don't wear dashikis we wear cloths back in sweden and ancient sweden the motherland okay back in the motherland all we do is eat cheese what kind of cheese do they have there swiss cheese the original white man cheese boy oh lord that's right now listen don't listen to these black devils <laughs> the black devil was created by an ancient white man scientist <laughs> only people that know about these five percenters get these jokes right, right? they are good they are They're real good, good uh <laughs> uh we the original jews okay see the with the original jews didn't come from the middle east they came out of the caucus mountains yeah. and they stole from us the black man that's why they want you believing that jesus was black no jesus was a white man he didn't have no wool hair Mm-mm. <laughs> he didn't have hair of wool he had hair of silk okay ah! and skin of bronze but that's because he was tanning it's a lot of sun down there ah! he didn't have sunscreen but he was just he peeled for three days came out of the mountains white a pure white man uh anyway <laughs> the honorable prophet jebediah says that <laughs> <Jebediah>! <laughs> all right all right i have to stop good uh, <laughs> uh uh yeah i wonder if they have like you know that yeah, the prophet five, jehoshaphat yeah prophet like the uh five percent is always making some acronym for some shit like allah like arm leg leg arm head that's that's uh you know like i wonder if they have it too it's like jesus but it's like i don't know i don't know what the j would stand for jelly <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway uh europe that's the, the e stand for oh, s is for uh stop and frisk uh <laughs> the u s at the end is for united states jelly europe stop and frisk united states that's what i'm saying to the sixth power brother uh <laughs> are you with me don't dine on the swine, okay? <laughs> they actually probably do eat pork. They just don't eat chicken or something like some lie. I don't eat what a minute. Yeah, because you know the five percenters definitely be eating that pork. I'll be seeing them in the line at Hardy's. I'm like, oh nigga, that's a sausage biscuit. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure you still buy some of my American Eagle incense. It's only a dollar. Yes, American Eagle. <laughs> Smells like freedom. Yeah, uh, be sure you buy some of my Make America Great Again candles. Trying to separate the white family, you know. Mm-hmm. Trying to get the white man out the house with all this government assistance. Uh, all right. So for their part, Trump rally organizers seen the relish in the blah, blah, blah. The three percent is forming two lines leading away from the stage. For Black Lives Matter group to walk between and get back to the north side of the mall, the Black Lives Matter folks did some interviews behind the stage and then walked over to a few tables and chairs in one of the cafes at the mall. Newsom received treatment for an injury to his hand. I'm not sure what the origin of the injury was. 
uh trump supporter came up started talking about his, how his daughter has been suffering from some sort of disease indicating he was that was just as important as black lives the black lives matter folks talked to him for a few rounds but it was it became apparent the guy was a little disturbed and fixated on his daughter's medical care and wasn't really processing what anyone was saying to him no shit. one of the other trump rally goers ushered him away why wasn't this in the video because that matters like 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 for me my first response was looking at this video i was like oh yeah this video right here is chopped and screwed and staged like this video looked like some niggas showed up and y'all was like come on on the stage yeah like i said i didn't doubt that um you know i don't know i didn't i didn't doubt that this happened i didn't even i really didn't even think that it was staged i just thought the video was doctored and you could tell because even in the doctored video you heard people saying fucked up shit and i was like well i haven't seen all this other video of trump rallies and how they treat black lives matter i know this isn't how this happened that's all i know you know what i'm saying because because you'll never see a group of trump supporters that aren't racist that that aren't going to call people lanes and shit like that and running up on them talking about my daughter's disability or disease that she's suffering with or whatever that's more important than black lives matter man fuck you okay you know what i mean like being black isn't a fucking disability or disease dog like i'm like and we can care about your daughter's sickness and And. care about my life you don't get to pick one that's not how the shit works uh later i checked the twitter feed uh oh wait i'm sorry i asked the black lives matter member why they came to dc she said they had been in richmond earlier that day and wanted to be at this rally she said they were unaware of other activities in town that day including the anti-white supremacy rally so they didn't go to the uh to the other rally i guess later i checked the twitter feed for our local black lives matter chapter in dc region saw they were having some back and forth with black lives matter greater new york group according to our local black lives matter chapter black lives matter greater new york is not part of the official black lives matter network okay and they appear to be critical of the lack of coordination with local groups for what it's worth greater new york side of the conversation is now deleted um the thing about that that i find interesting this motherfucker went out there trying to present um uh trying to represent black lives matter with this these logos these colors these things part of that is like i said i think kind of a i don't know if you call it an oversight or just uh some shit that was just gonna have to be bound to happen but part of it is because black lives matter was sort of like i said nebulous when it showed up because they wanted to have a huh almost like a mass yeah uh, well nebulous is in like it wasn't fully formed it wasn't very strict it was kind of like you can pop up a chapter talk about the things that you care about in your local like right no one's going to be able to destroy our organization because our organization isn't necessarily the most organized on the surface you can't just say well uh if we kill this person then the organization goes away you can't say if we get discredit this person as a criminal then the organization goes away because we're not just standing behind one person we don't have a leader we have a organization full of people that lead in local chapters and all that shit and what do you do when someone goes i'm gonna start a chapter i ain't joining shit i'm gonna do whatever i want to do i'm gonna wear your shirts i'm gonna go to these places i'm gonna be like black lives matter actions that i've seen at least of late do not seem to be this fashion of let's go into a white space where we are basically in danger putting ourselves in danger to try to convince black, white people that we can have some level of unity those aren't the actions that i've been seeing 
you know i don't know if they uh i don't know that they ever really had actions like that normally it was a protest to be like we know we're gonna get kicked out this event but we're going up there to 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 show them you know to that we are not cool with this shit right it was we gonna get kicked out of this rally but that's fine that's the goal right um i also normally they're normally led by women of color normally led by lgbtq folks this is not that you know is or i don't know what is sexuality is but you know you have a, a black dude at the head which is kind of different um also uh there were allegations that dude is kind of, kind of shady there might be like some people that are threatening like uh or accusing him of things and shit i don't know the specifics of it and i don't really get down in the network to know like that but that's just what i saw on twitter people being like well this motherfucker is like an abuser and he out here doing this and i'm like this is part of the like when you don't have a structure and people don't know because it's not like the media goes and checks out like this guy did he writes for the medium and this may be his personal blog but cnn didn't do shit now this ain't do shit they ain't go let's vet this guy is he who he says he is is he you know um whatever and now he's getting all the credit from him. if you put his name in the uh google you don't usually hear his this word at a rally black lives matter dc condemns fake black lives matter group that share stage of trump supporters oh wait actually you know what that's actually pretty good that's number two uh but yeah you know uh they got his facebook page at i i ain't voting his twitter account and shit like that like uh yeah but hey you know what shout out to the daily wire they got number two on the search results that's pretty good um anyway so uh yeah so uh this is an important point since movements simply aren't monolithic monolithic but in a a lot of reporting you'll see the actions and statements of a single black lives matter group chapter as a stand-in for the whole so overall this didn't really feel like unity or dialogue to me and the warm feelings i think people are getting from the now this video were unjustified but what i saw on the ground we want to believe so desperately that trump supporters will be open to persuasion and reason or even ethical and emotional arguments but the overwhelming majority are just not so that said maybe i'm wrong i always got my opinions but i'm not here to judge anyone else's activism like i said to one of the black lives matter members they made the best out of a very fraught and difficult situation especially after they were initially misled about speaking if they're brave enough to stand on the stage full of trump supporters and walk through a line of militia members we can all be brave enough to make our own contributions to fight systemic racism and making this world a better place so yep um and yeah the black lives matter dc condemns fake black lives matter group to share a stage of trump supporters black lives matter activists that have shared the stage of donald trump supporters at the mother of our rallies on saturday are a fake imitation that does not share our principles politics or values according to the movement's official chapter in washington dc that might explain why media attendees and political observers seem so surprised by the constructive dialogue and aura of patriotism that ensued outcomes uh uncharacteristic of typical black lives matter disruptions by the end of the event news cameras had captured images of trump fans and their children posing for pictures alongside activists for an organization called black lives matter of greater new york that scenario has created confusion for those unable to differentiate between the black lives matter knockoff groups and black lives matter chapters yeah because like i said that's another reason why i was like this is fake because a lot of times they not up for them pictures and and like that ain't what they do they're like hey we're gonna disrupt and then we out right we're gonna take pictures of white kids afterwards right um yeah um 
nevertheless uh black lives matter dc spurned newsom's collaboration labeling it pro-fascism rally and trump cheerleading the official branch apparently took offense to another group speaking in the name of black lives matter on their home turf pro-fascism rally and trump cheerleading are not valid come to our city to do it absolutely not valid hand clap emojis um i feel like two sides that never listen to each other actually made progress today newsom said in that video um uh, anyway uh Founded in 2016, Black Lives Matter New York presence sometimes even confuses like-minded progressive groups within the tri-state area. Just last weekend, the Queens Queens branch of the Democratic Socialists of America mixed up Black Lives Matter New York with the city's less visible chapter, Black Lives Matter NYC. Uh, the difference between Black Lives Matter Greater New York and Black Lives Matter NYC is that we actually do work and we're always on the front line, said Nepal, uh, Kaizulu, uh yeah zolu uh who leads black lives matter new york's youth coalition uh told uh the daily wire we are all working towards black liberation and liberation for people of color but we go about it in different progressive ways i don't think we're in competition with the national group of black lives matter nyc said kenneth shelton who is black lives matter new york queens director uh there's no rivalry especially when it comes to organizing black people i welcome all people to get out here and do the work uh since its creation black lives matter new york has frequently organized protests and demonstrations throughout the five boroughs its membership roster includes pop star nick cannon Ooh, that's how you know it's fraud uh similar to official black lives matter chapters many of its activists are police and prison abolitionists seeking to dismantle institutions they believe were built on the concept of white supremacy however there are fundamental differences between the group newsome heads and the chapters certified and the network certified 38 chapters for example black lives matter new york is led by a man while three women co-founded the black lives matter conglomerate it pl- its platform does not emphasize gay and transgender people which have always been a focal point of the original black lives matter uh of the original movement yeah and it's almost like churches how they was like hey we we with you but we ain't with supporting the lgbtq shit and then they break off but we still want your name they're like you can't do that like because we in, we talk about everybody so we're out here for trans issues we are here for you know women's rights we are here for a lot of shit that y'all don't even glance at yeah this is also why you don't put um it's why people say they don't trust black men to be in charge of shit like so now that i'm in charge we don't emphasize on the gay shit we don't emphasize like how you gonna do that that's the foundation don't call your shit something else then you know what i mean like it's a lot of names out there and they purposely do that for the confusion too right that's my guess it sounds opportunistic sounds like vulturing anyway um uh black lives matter implements the red black and green colors of the li- black liberation flag into its logo with while saint black lives matter chapters u- tend to use black and yellow also newsom's group often takes his organizer efforts outside of new york city actions that triggered the disparaging comments from black lives matter dc uh-huh. black lives matter new york was part of a contingent of of approximately 25 activists that led that traveled to charlottesville virginia last month to confront an assembly of white supremacists they were there when an alleged neo-nazi drove his crowd to his car to a crowd of counter protesters killing heather hair and a uh, higher and injuring several others days later black lives matter new york joined thousands of protesters outside trump tower and condemning the president's reaction to the tragedy newsom's group might not be about a fire uh black lives matter but it could continue to shape the public perception of the black lives matter global network as if uh, as its chapters 
uh shift strategies away from traditional street protests all the while infuriating authentic branches like black lives matter dc it hurt me that they denounced us like that like we're not really for the movement like we're traitors kazulu said who joined newsom on stage during the saturday rally they are dismissing all the work we've done we put our lives on the line i was almost killed in charlottesville we don't support trump kazulu assisted period yeah i didn't think they supported trump i wouldn't go that far yeah i mean yeah the black lives matter dc did say they were trump cheerleading or some shit um look man activism of course is ugly and messy when we know so much now through um social media social media like that we used to never be privy to right but even back in the day niggas ain't get along no they didn't you know i just think different strategies yeah i just think it was different because um it wasn't like malcolm x was marching and saying i'm representing snick it wasn't like martin luther king was marching and with a with a nation of islam shirt on you know like it it sounds kind of i just don't know how that can't be fucked up if you're not officially part of their org and you're not but you're going to take the name and use it I, yeah and then get offended when they be like you're not a part of our organization i'm offended but you're not a part of our organization now you offended yeah i don't know if they can sue or what what the what the deals uh, what the deal is with all that shit I, I have no idea but i mean i can definitely see why that shit would be confusing you know especially when you have chapters of black lives matter in local areas and then you have them because they were black lives matter in new york oh well they must be official right that like when i hear it i'm oh okay cl- clearly they're official i see the video i'm like these motherfuckers don't look official and then you hear the backstory and you're like oh they shark their shit and they're also being used by pr to represent black people and that is not how black people feel no and it caused a lot of strife and a lot of division and it caused a lot of confusion and it caused a lot of anger and bitterness and it caused a lot of uh conflict among the group because dc is like hey we were here dog like if if it would have been something we would have been there why are you kind of quote unquote traveling outside of your boundaries to come all the way here right so yeah man i don't know man um but well yes uh-huh. oh ahead. i do take my comments i do take my statement about it being staged mm-hmm. uh, i take that back because my thing was like looking at going based off what that had that video like oh yeah this is some bullshit and this is staged okay it was not staged but i do have a problem with um and maybe this is just me personally because just from what i've seen from black lives matter they not about the the end part with the pictures and all that stuff that's what made me go oh okay there has to be something different here about this group well and for the record it could be staged like i'm not saying and by stage i don't mean completely but maybe this dude had some sort of conversation with the people behind like one of the organizers and said we're gonna come through help us get on stage and we're gonna you know show a unity or something i don't know but yeah to me it didn't appear to be staged it just appeared they took all the conflict out of the video so they could pat each other on the back and be like what a great moment and i'm just like you went up there and got played like a motherfucking sucker dog them people don't believe anything you said Mm -mm. they don't agree with you it's easy to take a fucking picture but is it easy to change your mind and your heart like is it easy to then turn around and be like i'm not gonna support trump's racist policies against black people you know and then especially when you like i don't know this group's inner workings but if their emphasis on lgbtq folks is not that strong then 
especially when you take that off the table you know what i'm saying like especially when you take that off the table like it's easy to agree because there's a whole lot of people that support trump that's like extremely bigoted towards that shit as well right and it becomes a problem and also for the fact that you did the video afterwards talking about you know didn't we have a conversation and for a lot of black people they like you go out to this rally and you talk about we had a conversation nigga there wasn't no conversation why are you out here perpetrating like we support trump and that's why people said that conversation comment about trump because they were like this ain't how this shit works right. we are come anti him yeah so don't go out here talking about didn't we have a conversation bitch no you didn't oh the video is definitely trump supporting right because because it turns trump supporters into like oh no 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 they're not intolerant they're just very you know they they're just very passionate about freedom of speech and the right to speak and they want to have a dialogue it's like no you took everything that showed that they weren't out of the video so now the video makes it seem like what a welcoming uh difference what a difference you know like this would never happen at a black lives matter rally like the whole thing was sarcastic the whole thing was patronizing and then doctor you took out everything that, that really happened and went with see what a great experience like yeah i mean i i it's funny I, I mean i would never do this but i could literally try to recut 60s footage of the people with water hose and just try to make it like oh yeah see they're playing with the dogs see they just cut it you know add some music underneath it you know do yeah. a couple interviews when real people out here dying come on dog. right you just cut you just cut to martin luther king giving a speech and you oh they they, they thirsty give them some water shoot them with the water hose oh yes and now this you never believe what happened at this at this march in selma <laughs> you know like fuck you man right and there may be something more kind of people going to investigate this there may be something more that comes out and and proves that this whole thing was staged because that was my initial response because of the way this video was presented and it's one of those things where if too many white folks is liking and approving their feet there's no guilt there there's no anger there there's no bitterness there you've made them feel good yeah man i this is another one of those incidents where i'm just like why why is this our contribution as a black man why is this your contribution to this movement to just erase black women lgbtq folks and then to go over there shaking hands taking pictures with white people and then be like today a lot of progress was made like Mm -mm. that you know and i think it's our shared privilege in like the fact that we have male privilege kind of is this bridge in a lot of cases and it's, it's one of the reasons that we make uh some of the shakiest leaders in in, in movements and shit because sometimes we're not truly convicted like we can be we just want to share in the privilege and once i can be marked off of the list of enemies then it's like well fuck the rest of these people yeah and women and particularly black women that leads a lot of the a lot of face in the forefront a lot of black women we don't have the luxury like we have to be convicted in right. our views like we don't have the option of of we we are never opted in we're always opted out and so mm-hmm. since we're always opted out we always are fighting to be opted in as far as it just depends on the struggle though right because right. like we've seen black women straight black women flip on like the trans shit where it's like oh we're bringing up trans issues uh let me go full homophobe full transphobe real quick and that's the problem you know what i mean like it just privilege is just that way that's yes, how i is. view it it's like 
depending on what lens you look through it's always going to be some area where folks decide like i'm not doing that because my goal isn't to be like these people are just better than these other people like mm-hmm. i think that's what people hear a lot of times but it depends on what i'm talking about you know because there's areas where you know being an american yeah we we have a certain level of privilege that other countries don't necessarily have access to and we can be some garbage motherfuckers at times it just depends on what the topic is yeah we can be trash because um you know when i say black lives matter i really mean like everywhere but for some people they only mean american lives and that well you know what we i don't think what does that look like every black life matter we don't even really know what that looks like you no. know what i'm saying like um uh i don't know what that means to have to bomb somebody like president obama has had to decide where the fuck a drone strike was gonna be and what and i don't know the consequences of what that means to do that or what it means to not do that to be right. honest it's easy for me to sit behind my computer because i'm very i'm privileged enough to be able to just go shaking my head what a terrible thing i don't know any of the ins and outs of that shit right you know what i mean he doesn't seem like a the kind a, a person that's not thoughtful or whatever but he still arrived at a conclusion because of the office of the president you have to take some people's lives and some of the people are going to be brown and black yes they are so what does that mean to say all black lives matter and then for me to also be like i think president obama's the greatest president we ever had and even he at some point made a decision to kill some black people somewhere that i'll never meet correct you know what i'm saying it just i like i just think everybody has different privileges and at different points we got like we're gonna fall short um but what i do know is this shit is a a, a refrain that we've seen often which is a, a straight black dude coming in and kind of making it about him to the point of erasing other folks like you know that privilege is real too you know the fact that the new media went out there took pictures interviewed him put his name up in things they let him speak on stage like if it had been a woman i'm not trying to find out that she'd have never been on stage in my opinion yeah i you know or maybe i mean maybe they would maybe they wouldn't i know with uh marissa and them at um bernie's thing they let quote unquote let but you know they got to speak quote unquote um and then immediately booed and kicked off stage and kept away from the mic anyway the point being uh i just don't think uh shit actually we saw them doctor that video yes we did So actually yeah they would have just probably done the same shit to a black woman anyway but point being the here's my thing though my question is what would it take for that dude to be like well i'm not gonna one who should speak i'm gonna let this sister speak you know what i'm saying what would it take because that's the hard part of all this shit someone wrote someone was getting mad about that straight black men shit on my timeline the other day and he said it dismissively like well listen i'm a good black man i just take care of my family my kids my wife and that go to work and I, I said okay first of all that's like the literally the lowest fucking bar for being a good person right that possible those are all things you should do i'm not giving anybody credit for doing some shit you should do come on sorry but you're not a fucking superhero because you take care of the woman you married and the kids y'all that came out of her get the fuck out of here with that bullshit because i definitely don't do that for anybody else it's not like i'll be like you know what that's a good white man listen tom brady might say make america great again he takes care of his kids he's married to his to his baby mama like nigga get the fuck out anyway sorry the point being though um in that in that same discussion he was like well what should i do then damn what can i do and so i've made a thread like here's some easy ways to support people 
you know like let's talk about supporting black women lgbtq voices like do you do you absorb their media do you listen because that's number one like if you're not even listening then you really i can't how many motherfuckers got mad at the title of that article and didn't read it you part of the problem you're not good you're not a good person like you didn't even fucking read it you don't even care you saw a title and got mad do you automatically it's just like when white people get mad at the title of like you know racist white people said so-and-so fuck this i'm not reading it why everything gotta be a white person's fault that uh, you know it's like y'all that's the same reaction right from that privilege so automatically you're not you're not doing good right there but um you know other things i was talking about was like sharing people's work compensating people for their work you know uh appreciating folks um get if you have a platform putting their voices out there you know helping them helping them kind of spread the word about that shit um if you have the means to give giving if you have the means to um if you have a platform or something that you can hire people hiring um if uh um what and then i say the other thing is not trying to take the spotlight for they work you know what i mean like not just giving credit where it's due but like in this case here's a stage we're giving you two minutes to speak do i speak uh should a black woman speak on this should a lgbtq person speak on this what is the best like who's the best person to speak on that you know what like maybe they don't want to speak i understand like then yeah take the stage or whatever but like you know we'll see all the time on social media like so-and-so's invited to talk and it's like but you're asking this man to talk about the plight of black women why wouldn't you just invite a black woman on your show to do that because they don't want to deal with us you know what i'm saying like what like what is that you know and why did you accept that you know what kept jamel hill on the air three other black people that work for espn saying fuck no i'm not taking her spot so what y'all gonna do because it's not y'all just gonna have to do the six with two white people and everybody gonna know y'all cowards you know you won't even be able to cover it up so so that's the thing that it requires but how many people really got stand got it in them to be like you know i'm not gonna take the extra check i'm not gonna take the extra credit maybe the boss is gonna be mad at me but i'm not taking jamel's place can't do it so y'all either do the show with her or don't do it at all you know what i'm saying like that's a lot to ask of people but you asked what you can do to help that's the kind of shit to help people you know like so yeah it's that kind of shit that i look you know there's opportunities i've had where i've been like no i'm not the best person for that well can you suggest some people yeah absolutely a lot of times doing the next yeah when i got when i got interviewed with bernie so black every single fucking interview uh well these are the women that were on stage have you talked reached out to tia also she's on twitter this is her twitter account you know what i mean like let's like reach out to some people that actually was there like i i like i understand you're interviewing me about the hashtag i started got it i'm not knocking that i like i'm not trying to be like i shouldn't talk about this but when i'm sitting up here telling you it's a joke that got out of control but here's some people that actually know some inside shit that can give you like the story on why what it's like to deal with this guy crickets not one article mentioned that i brought that up not one article reached out to these people um no quotes from them in it like you know people call me black lives matter calling me an activist in the article where they interviewed me where i clearly in the interview said i'm not either one of those things i I could hear you talking to all of them and you specifically said i'm not an activist right so it's kind of weird to see this shit happen but there's a lot of people that jump into like so it's already fucked up is what i'm saying even if you don't want this it's fucked up 
there are men out there there are people out there that want to take credit for other folks work that will do something like this so that's kind of the part that kind of hurts me as as a person that's like you know as a black man who's out here like yo we can be better people we don't have to try to upstage folks it kind of hurt me to see a dude be like and i'm upstaging everybody black arrow look oh yeah look black red and green baby for africa oh we don't talk about that gay shit Mm-mm, no there's a different type of black lives matter uh are we official i mean we official like a whistle baby just not with the organization just don't look them up if you see us arguing on twitter with them just uh ignore it and we're gonna delete everything like it's just that kind of thing where it's like why would you even you did it in a fraudulent way so then when this b pops off you're gonna play the victim but nigga y'all did it in a fraudulent way you know because now you're on twitter talking about, i ain't no coon why y'all saying that i don't support trump look at how you went about shit call your shit lies matter black and then just fucking go out there and do whatever the fuck you want to do that's your shit you know what i'm saying yeah and my thing particularly with the person you're talking about on twitter yeah my problem is that it always began with well what should i what should i do almost like you're putting the ultimatum on the person questioning you to give you directions well you know the worst part it doesn't start with that it actually starts with i ain't doing shit what somebody today hit me up so you want me to get killed in the street for stepping to somebody trying to stop stop uh trying to help black women I, one i didn't say that right i wasn't talking about murder i was talking about shit like using your online platform stop going on twitter and just trying to find black women to be angry at and mocking them and start reading some of these pieces rather than start getting mad about the fact that it's about a black person or it's about a black man instead of getting mad read the shit because because you know what you know what because in portland when them two white men stepped up for those black girls and that that one of them was muslim and got killed got stabbed to death i saw so many black men being like good that's what we need we need people like that those people were brave those people are heroes you know um this is what white people need to do like this is not our problem to stop like uh i'm glad they were there but then when i bring up something like this they immediately jumped to like you trying to get me killed walking up to, to anger to black men street harassing women and getting killed you don't read these articles uh do you also read the articles about the black women being killed oh those don't count though don't you don't count. read those articles like you don't read these like fuck the articles even i wasn't even talking about that Mm-mm. i was literally saying i had a whole thread of just ways you can help people what this it didn't even have to leave your house literally mm-hmm. you, your you house. can donate without leaving your house you can, you can spread the word without leaving your house you can listen to a podcast without leaving your house i'm not out here advocating some crazy ass militia of black men going around shooting the quote-unquote bad ones you know what i'm saying i'm not even advocating that this I, but that's what they hear but you know what but it's what white people hear when we say white people can be better with their racism maybe check your uncle at thanksgiving and they turn it into you want me to die is that what's gonna take i have to die before you'll be happy it's like no no one said that no one said you had to go to the stream baby why did you jump to that i gotta i gotta kill a police officer no one said that so that's the things i think about man when i see these defensive responses i'm like you sound like white people and if that makes you mad stop sounding like a white person how about that then you won't be so mad um but yeah this dude's whack for for this shit i don't know a hundred sorry it's a long ass that was a long Mm -hmm. ass story but a hundred yeah um yeah uh the other part too that um think pretty smart got to it but i did want to bring up 
whenever i hear a person say uh, a black person say why you think all black men are bad and i'm like i don't i didn't say that but we do need to check the black ones the next thing they jump the the bad black dudes the next thing they jump to is always well then i'm gonna get killed and then i'm like so why are you saying i'm the one that thinks all black men are bad you don't want to talk about these niggas gonna kill you for saying something well then it's a problem like how are you like so uh so now it sounds like you're more afraid than i am yes you know what i mean like what are we talking about dog like i'm the one that's vilifying us you're the one talking about i, I gotta die i didn't say anything about walking up to somebody and die, getting killed i didn't say anything about being violent towards anybody any of that shit but you do recognize it's a problem right uh, when your when your homeboys are defending bill cosby say something that uh, you gonna he gonna kill you now and you know you got some homeboys that do that shit every black man got some homeboys that did that shit you know niggas that still defending nate parker like every black man got a homeboy that do that shit like this ain't some uh you know drop squad shit this is just some like you can't even say nothing because if not then shut the fuck up when you talk about these white people going to thanksgiving with their racist family don't say shit just don't say shit because you never say shit when it's you in a position to say something so don't put the onus on nobody but yourself just be happy going to work taking care of your family and not doing shit just be happy with that and then when people say you don't do shit just think to yourself well i actually don't so i shouldn't even get mad and you know what and people will leave you the fuck alone but because you come out the woodworks that's what make people fucking live it because they go why are you saying shit now right we always trying to console somebody's hurt feelings while other people dying Why like, we always doing that and i mean we as in people with privilege because i see white people do that shit too oh don't feel like you're a bad white person just because these black people are complaining about racism yeah like that like it's they trying to make us feel bad just for being white don't listen to them i'm like so i guess nothing's supposed to change because every time you move down another step everybody's on that same shit every you know then you get down to the black people then it's yeah look we shouldn't feel bad just for being a black man they just want you to feel bad we got enough problems you know you move up to white folks we got enough problems as white people i mean damn i'm supposed to feel bad as a white person i mean i can't i'm not rich you know these politicians the ones you should have a problem with you move up the next level i'm a white man they want me to feel bad because i'm a white man i should well why why should i feel anything y'all just want me to feel bad i'm i didn't do anything i go to work take care of my family everybody got a reason not to do shit so fuck everybody anyway uh let's play some guest race okay that's the only way to, to even this out with some racism now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and contrary to the popular to popular opinion they're all racist mm-hmm. yep that segment before all bullshit now come on teen allegedly oh wait what happened to his picture mm, hold on let me go make sure i got his picture before we before we do this okay cool 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 uh a teen allegedly killed his mother for not letting him keep a puppy white dog lives matter a michigan teen is accused of fatally shooting his mother in the head after she told him he couldn't keep a puppy 
andrew david wilson 19 called 911 early friday morning to say he referred he returned home to find his mother dead in the bedroom authorities found 51 year old lisa marie wilson um uh with a single gunshot to the back of the head uh investigators determined wilson and his and his mother were the only people in the home thursday night and they allegedly argued about keeping a night a dog the 19 year old had brought home with him a few weeks earlier wilson later told detectives he used a rifle from a locked cabinet and shot his mother in the back of the head while she was sleeping the teen who has prior criminal history is charged with one count of murder and firearm possession you killed your mama over a fucking puppy bro uh karen oh that's that's 100 white all right let's check the chat room and see what they believe yeah because you know you know a lot of black mamas like my mama was like look if it don't speak english it don't stay here don't pay bills yeah that's my that was my mama's motto she was like no norman bates white being called teen and not a grown-ass man white white zoloff white when you teach encourage each other to value animals more than white more than people white 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 puppy lives matter white wow everybody went with white everyone's correct that's his picture right there he's pretty white oh wait it's not showing up okay there it is yes he is pretty yeah, white because the black one was there. i said no and no mean no definitely got a hitler youth vibe about him right there all up in your screen right probably, probably one of the few people that actually cared about you is gone dog yep because uh, that puppy is gone one of the few oh you talking about his mama yes, yes oh the puppy gone too because i wouldn't you you can't have an animal now you in jail you can't take the dog with you oh yeah i don't let you have animals in jail that's a mm-hmm. good point mm. so you lost your mama and your dog uh mother of two 28 years old was arrested for leaving her children age three and eight alone in an oregon park so she could go get a tattoo mm-hmm. mama gotta have life too apparently so a mother of two was arrested saturday after leaving her children unattended in a park in oregon anna lisa laura 28 spent the evening in jail after deputies were called to the harlem and park in uh the city of cornelius the hillsborough mother allegedly left her three-year-old and eight-year-old alone for an hour as she visited a local tattoo parlor wonder what she got on there according to officials the two young children were found in public restroom by a stranger after they became frightened by the train the family who discovered the youngsters were uh called police immediately uh according to the news times sergeant bob ray a spokesman uh for the uh, sheriff's office said the children were frightened when it began to rain and uh hid in the park bathroom oh they were part they're frightened by rain i don't know why i said train oh, okay my bad they're frightened by the rain so they went and hid in the park bath- oh, bathroom they got wet all of a sudden well they went in a car so i oh. guess the rainstorm was so bad they got scared and okay, went to and lightning yeah. yeah yeah where is this from where was oh, oregon okay so it wasn't a hurricane uh, authorities arrested Laura for first degree criminal mistreatment, recklessly endangering another person, and second degree child neglect. Uh, records show that Laura, who's still in jail Saturday, has been held on $10,000 bond. Police, police reveal, police reveal that they have left the two children with another family member. Uh, and then they have a bunch of pictures from her Facebook, and that's the end. Guess the race of Anna Lisa Laura. Anna Lisa Laura is white. Karen's going with white. Alright, let's check the chat room. And see what you guys believe. 
uh annalisa her name might as well be becky white fuck being a parent white <laughs> living her chill leaving her children in the park at oregon white white no one no more wire hangers white latina the tattoos were of her kids names white ha that's Aww. hilarious uh the correct answer is and most of you guys missed it she's latina getting rowdy uh one person got it right so you get the golf clap <laughs> the rare golf clap on the black out test where all the other racists end up missing it uh wait to show up i don't we know see it. okay cool um but yeah she's latina uh they do one of my favorite things in this article is after you do a crime where they go to your facebook page and find all your thirsty uh pictures like all your pictures where you was looking for your thirst traps because like they got a picture there but then they got a picture here still showing off my hat this dragon ball z hat so she's a nerd but look at them titties titties all smushed up together all up in your face no and then she got this that look one. like an instagram post she got the laying on her back titty cleavage pic you know like uh that's my favorite thing they always go find like it's like this nigga killed three children here's him with his shirt off talking about going to the club i know here's him in his gray sweatpants right yeah here he goes beer game tight you know what i mean uh speaking of which stop adding me to that fucking beer game group guys okay i don't need to see y'all's jealousy and arguments i don't care facebook has some group about some beer shit that niggas is fighting about oh, i don't know no, no thank you no thank you i know that y'all pass time y'all bored at work y'all join these groups y'all get in fights y'all talk about it outside the group that's I'm cool good. it's just not my thing please stop adding me to some shit that i'm gonna end up mad at people about mm-hmm. people still yeah. suck yeah so overall don't take it personal if you add me to a group and i slowly slide my ass out i ain't no slow about it i will fucking delete myself in a motherfucking yeah. heartbeat and i will also be like hey stop adding me to shit so don't yeah. add me please don't please y'all it's because what people feel like it's a lot of people that randomly add us to shit some we know some we don't uh, ask me and i will tell you yeah and nay. just don't add me because i'm taking myself out and yeah. it's nothing personal against you i don't want to be part of the group yeah people suck but you know i got on there to be my own dictator uh all right let's go to the bonus round guys <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round against the race. So far, Karen is one and one. But can she end on a high note? We'll see. Uh, police. It's always bad when it starts with police, right? Is, is it capitalized? That's when you do it's last. Police! Uh, police, uh, semicolon. That's the worst way to start an article. Yeah. Sometimes police be all cap, too. Police say a woman poured urine on a Washington, D.C. bus driver. Mm-mm-mm. Mm. More like Washington, P.C. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> 
That's right. It's hard to look at this video. It is disturbing and vile. This act occurred here at this bus stop on Minnesota Avenue near Benning Road. In the video, which you'll see in a second, you can see this woman standing right next to the bus driver inside the bus for at least a minute, holding a thermocup similar to this one, but it wasn't filled with coffee. Police saying it was filled with her own urine. Now, we want to warn you, it is disturbing. Metro Police saying that they have reason to believe that this woman urinated to that cop in the back of the bus with other passengers nearby. Then she stands next to the driver. When the bus stops, for some bizarre reason, the bodily fluids are thrown directly at the driver. The woman runs off the bus. The camera inside the X2 is clear. You can see the detail on the woman's face and her clothing. Now, there is a shield, but it only partially covers the driver, the union here. The ATU Local 689 has been calling for better protection on these buses for years after a number of drivers have been assaulted. The union writes in a statement, Metro must take accountability for their inaction to an increasingly dangerous problem. We have calls out to Metro as well to try to find out if any changes will be made after this disgusting incident. In Northeast Washington, John Gonzalez. Back to you inside. That is pretty damn disgusting, I gotta say. Um, just throwing your pee on somebody. You think you are. Do they got the woman name? Uh actually let me see if they got an update on this. Uh, oh, they might uh woman please guilty uh not guilty okay so let me see if they got a name i guess this at this point we just had to pee bandit okay we didn't know who was uh who was doing this uh but now we know yeah who was for me let's see uh opal l brown opal l brown she's 38 years old of southeast dc um they may even have an interview with her let me see if i can find an interview with her i might be able to get her side of the story her side of the urine no her side of the stream yeah let's get <laughs> let's uh let's see what she's what's going on for her uh pov you know what i'm saying guys ah! uh <laughs> i was provoked i hate metro the woman said okay so it is an interview all right what could you possibly okay what could possibly provoke me into peeing into a a cup and then pour it in on somebody i feel like that's a premeditated crime yes it is or, or a pee medicated crime in this in this case it happens so frequently she pissed in front of people and people that was like oh well like what yeah like that's thank you Doug. they pushed me to the I'm edge the woman at the center of what has been uh, the most viewed story on our app is in custody she's accused of dumping a cup of her own urine on a metro bus driver but the story doesn't end there the woman called us after seeing herself on our morning news she wanted to tell her side of the story by the way she pours the urine guy like she throws the urine in the woman's face and then drops the cup like the gun in godfather just run only on news four pat collins was there as she turned herself in pat Doreen, the urine-tossed suspect in custody. Today, she apologized. Sort of. Today, she explained why she did what she did. Sort of. This is how the arrest went down. (laughs) Do you have anything to say? I apologize to my community and all of my friends. Opal Brown, the urine-tossed suspect. 
arrested today by Metro Transit Police at the LaFont station. Why did you do what you did? I'm not going to say that. But I apologize for my community. I'm sorry, y'all, but she had to get it. Why? <laughs> Opal Brown. Th- I'm sorry, y'all, but she had to get it. Um, years old. The mother of three. She lives in Southeast. Police say Saturday on a bus, she relieved herself in a cup and then tossed a cup of her urine on a female bus driver. It happened on an X2 bus at a Minnesota Avenue stop. On her Facebook page, she confessed. Okay, you all know it was me who did the bad stuff to the Metro operator, but I want to apologize to her, but Metro owes me, and she was being very rude. Opal Brown called News 4 this morning and talked to our Adam Tuss to explain why she did it. Yeah, Adam Tuss. Let's ask her, like, why is it so mean to the customer that come on the bus? Police say the attack was unprovoked, that the bus driver just told Miss Brown to have a nice day. And then the urine toss. And then. I'm going black, but go ahead. What? I mean, I guess it's possible to say have a nice day in a bad way. It is. You know what I mean? Like, maybe it's a very sarcastic Uh have a nice day. I've I've done that. Uh huh. You know, and maybe that's what it was, but I mean, I don't want to blame the victim here uh with this but uh anyway i guess the race of opal l brown the uh the urine bandit guys in the chat room uh yeah yeah karen's going with black let's see uh did you already ask him yeah i have to go up a little bit girl what the hell wrong with you black you don't know her life rod of course miss smart would go along with this uh black on that x2 bus you can get anything from fake check stubs to your check cash or clean urine maybe that's what she had it for black uh why black i trust opal's judgment you do you don't throw pee without a solid long-standing beef oh jesus Ah! i have to be careful next time i see miss martin i have to make her wash her hands before she touched me just keep pee on you like this uh of course she did i stand with opal i y'all niggas are disgusting in chat room like what's going on like i i I don't feel very comfortable with with you guys in the chat room right now starting to get a yo r kelly what's up man time with this girl man Mm -hmm. all right tell me the script (laughs) (laughs) chat room is giving me a certain type of vibe and that's the exact type of vibe y'all are giving me right now okay anyway all you negroes guessed that she was black um and i don't know how y'all arrived at that conclusion but y'all are correct she was black And 
tony said it was dc that was sarcasm tony some of these are not serious comments okay i know how i know how y'all knew she was black um wait am i still on the screen yes okay i don't know why showing me smaller yeah, now she very black uh but that's a picture right there looking like mary j blige with them shades um but uh she really thought that was okay she she said they was rude i mean what you supposed to do when they rude you know you gotta throw some pee on them according to miss smart i mean it's only reasonable Mm-mm. all right so we're ratchet this time <laughs> happen when you put pee on people pretty soon what do you think they're gonna have bus jobs in like a box a bulletproof right piss proof box might have to i don't know how they're supposed to put more security on there for you than that uh a man in a pirate costume produces a sword and a gun in a busy city center shop a man who produced a sword and a gun in a busy center, city center shop in the early hours of the morning was arrested by a guard eye at the scene. 35-year-old man who was understanding of being wearing a pirate fancy dress costume uh, entered the busy shop on Dame Street shortly before 4 a.m. in the early hours of Saturday morning. Witnesses described how the man was refused entry to the shop and as a result became aggressive with the staff. He allegedly produced a sword and a gun upon leaving the shop. God had confirmed to the independent IE that they were alerted to the incident and restrained that man at the scene. He was arrested at approximately 4 a.m. He is currently detained on Section 30 OASA 1939 and remains in custody. God I confirmed. Uh, investigations to the incident are ongoing. The arrest occurred just hours after thousands spilled onto the streets of the Capitol to celebrate Culture Night. The Capitol hosted more than 600 diverse events throughout the night guess he was celebrating pirate awareness or some shit duh what about pirate culture uh all right guys this has been a long one okay you guys got a long one on a sunday with football was on mm-hmm. uh why because football is boring i wasn't lying guys come on i ain't got no morals about this shit i'm mm-hmm. now i'm gonna take a knee and i'm gonna watch the second half of the panthers probably losing to the saints you know, i don't even know the score yeah probably gonna go get something to eat right i know i gotta go get a new uh a new case because i'm buying a new uh tablet because my old samsung tablet battery lasts uh shorter than a uh, motherfucker right now y'all it's crazy uh anyway uh i will talk to y'all tomorrow and karen will probably be here with me i will and uh for those of you that are premium you know the walking dead coming out tonight well fear the walking dead yeah oh also i'm recording a spoiler review for it with uh my man brandon collins from movie trailer i mean from uh from uh medium popcorn at 4 p.m so i only got an hour and a half till then so i gotta get ready for that uh so premium people you'll be getting that because i never stop working we never stop working all right man until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.